we just thought to take a little time out to thank the Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for season six. Thank you. Who would have thought a podcast could be a gift? Really? That pressing B could spiritually uplift and simultaneously give a Pharisee fits. <laughs> all in all, you the one controlling it. So, the Lord is my shepherd. I can't go skit. So, this new pot life is like a skit, though. A lot of people swinging. I didn't even throw a pitch, though. Uh, forehead is flint, what I'ma flinch for? Nothing. We all gon' repent for what we did, so I'ma keep it moving. Ain't no stripper or no cussing gonna ruin what we doing. We are dwelling in communion. Assignment is different. Dwellers get the sentiment. Vulnerability's my superpower. How many feeling it? Thank you, Lord, for this influence. Without you, influence just don't make sense. Nah. If you've got a problem, who's going to solve it? It isn't going to be the therapist. The amount of stuff that are, that's going into our kids' uh, heads is unprecedented. <laughs> your life what's up everybody i am so excited to introduce to you the new course master reset i need to i need something to change the experience that you have with god is what anchors you when everything in life wants to make you doubt god that felt good hey okay great how can you press your restart button in your life. I am going to help you get over your past, be able to embrace your present, and plan for an incredible future. So join me and let's reset together. And for a very short time, get Master Reset, every other course from Tim, plus an entire library of courses that will change your life plans are starting at 825 per month with the code basement click on the link in the description or go to tomap.com and sign up today welcome to the basement ladies and gentlemen i am your host tim ross i love you guys so much and i'm so grateful that you decided to take some time out and come down to the basement thank you for pressing b Thank you for being a dweller. Thank you for being a promoter. If you don't know what that is, those are those incredibly generous people on YouTube uh, that have taken uh, the next step to become members of what it is that we do here. And so whether you're giving $5 a month, $10 a month, or $20 a month, it is greatly appreciated and allows us to continue to do what we do without depending on an algorithm. Because you know how those things can be. Shout out to all of these generous souls. And I tell you, generous cash app, PayPal. Some of y'all have been like, you know what? $10 ain't enough. $5 ain't enough. $20 ain't enough. I want to give more than that. And some of y'all have given way more than that. You have, you have, 
some of y'all's giving has I don't know how long you think I'm gonna be alive, but some of y'all have given to the point where I could do this podcast, and I'm about 87 years old. So thank you so much for your generosity. I love you guys all. Anyway, I listen. I'm so excited about my guests because listen, I haven't known this man for six months. Facts, right? I haven't known him for four six months, and I feel like I've known him for the last two and a half decades of my life there are certain people that god just puts in your life that you're just like i don't even know i don't even know how you got past all my like little security mechanisms and defenses (laughs) but you 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 in there and i'm not and i'm not a very guarded person and and, uh, distrustful person but you know you still got to just check like you know what I mean? Yeah, you right. like okay, is, who who are you? So, um, man, I'm giddy right now, and and who who I'm talking to today is actually my brother. I'm saying that, and I don't think I'm being presumptuous by saying that. I believe the feeling is mutual, but uh, this is his first time in the basement. When I tell you it ain't his last, it ain't his last. He might be one of the most regular people we have moving forward. But I am talking to um, motivational speaker, coach, author, successful entrepreneur, and probably, I don't know, 10 other adjectives that he'll fill us in on. (laughs) The one, the only, Jeremy Anderson is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go! Man, what's up to all the the basement dwellers? Yeah! What's up, my brother? Bro, I'm so grateful you're here, man. Man, I'm trying to wipe this goofy smile off my face. Let <laughs> me get that hood again. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm at home. Bro, you are at home, yeah, man. Facts, facts. Soon as you walked in, I'm like, bro, my house is your house, man. Nah, when we when we when we connected in Atlanta, I went home and told my wife. It's I felt weird the next day because I was just like, why was I in bed with my wife talking about another man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she was just like, babe, is it like that? I'm like, boo, you don't even know. Wow, like, that's bro. my brother. Yeah, for and sure. so you know what they I say. I the same. Yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, you, you, it's like you know what they say. Like whenever you meet somebody, you have a whole lot of respect for. People say you never, you know, you never want to meet your heroes. Like you have people. It's like, man, this person's awesome, and then you meet him in real life, mm. and it's just like it's like three levels. It's yeah. like, oh, that ain't the person, or it's like, yeah, that person is is actually cool, like I thought. Yeah, but that next level is just like, no, that person gets me and mm. I get them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, weird, sure. bro. So I told my wife, I was just like, so I don't, my biological father has never been present in my life. So I'm 42 years old. Yep. And so I probably got siblings mm-hmm. on that side. I was yeah. just like, babe, I think he might be one. <laughs> he might, he might be one, babe. We gotta have a DNA test. You feel me? Um, but man, I'm excited to be here, bro. Love you, Thank man. Thank you, man. I love you too, man. Yes, sir. So grateful for you, bro. Yeah, so man. anyway, I'm like, I feel like we could go every which way, yeah. but because it's your first time, I would love for you to just give us the gift of your vulnerability and just share the story, the story of how you got to where you are now. Because a lot of times uh, when I'm sitting down with people that have a lot of influence, uh, the people that rock with that person mm-hmm. only started rocking with them when they came on their radar. Mm. Right, they don't have a backstory. Mm-hmm. They see the success. Mm-hmm. They buy into the person mm-hmm. and the personality, and they're attracted to it. They might be inspired by it, 
but they don't know the foundation. Mm-hmm. They don't know the fight. They don't know the struggle. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so you being who you are now didn't start where you are now. Right. Correct. So, um, would you be opposed to giving us that context? Absolutely. You know, it's funny. I, I often tell people, you know, you've got you got people where they are now, where they're becoming, where they're going, where they've been. For me, the only other adjective I would add to what you said was a preacher. Mm. So as 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 talented as I would think I am when it comes to speaking, uh, I am I enjoy preaching the gospel more. Yes, sir. Um, because when I'm when I'm on stage, just like I'm I'm being slick with it. Holy Ghost is moving. Yeah, yeah, but when yeah. I can just crack open the Word of God, yeah, that thing just bro. hits so much differently. Yes, it does. And, and that's my heart, right? Yes, sir. So though, yes, motivational speaker, coach, got a community of thousands of people that we showing how to speak and and change lives. But at last year's conference, you saw the video. Yes, sir. When we end up baptizing forty people by accident. That's right. And the reason why it's like, okay, yep, y'all see me on stage, y'all see me getting paid, all this money to speak, y'all see all of this, but you don't see like when I got baptized myself. That's right. You didn't see what happens when I gave my life to Christ. You didn't that's see right. the sacrifice, the struggle. So that's what I'll talk about today. So yeah. uh so Jeremy Anderson man, um, born in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, you know I did saying? not know that. Yeah, yeah, I was born in Dallas, Texas. Yep, Cowboys fan. Yep. When it comes to NBA, whatever team LeBron James rock with. Okay, got yeah, you. you know I feel you. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. you. Bad. Yeah. Does that sound, does that sound the goats, mate? A yeah, man. Mate? Yeah, absolutely. I it was just sheep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I feel you. But I wasn't always motivational, you know, mm-hmm. in, in in preaching and ministering. Mm-hmm. Um, I struggled a lot when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, diagnosis of ADHD, mm-hmm. years of drug and alcohol abuse, repeated failure in school. Bro, I went to three different schools. For the ninth grade. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, bro, I was dodo, bro. Wow. Had a teacher in eighth grade tell me I wasn't high school material. Like, bro, I was I was off the chain. Wow. Bro, I was starting dumpster fires, bro, and bomb threats and cutting off electricity in school. <laughs> I was bro, I was mischievous. You, you was Grand Theft Auto Oh, I'm trying to tell you, bro. <laughs> then I wasn't paying no focus on school, making all Fs. Like, I, I went through a lot and struggled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit the reset button, caught up with my right grade, actually became like chaplain in my senior class, like religious vice. Slow down for yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, bro. Slow yeah. down for me because the reset, mm-hmm. I don't want to run past that. So it was two resets. Okay. Hit yeah. Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me. So it was so, so I didn't, you know, I didn't have a purpose. I was just kind of out here floating when I was young. Yep. And at that third school for the ninth grade, I connected with some teachers who really spoke life to me, who really encouraged me. And then it made me believe what I could do. Made me believe I really did have a purpose for my life. Yep. And the initial, and so, I, so I began to get back on track, summer school, night school. And then my senior year, I got accepted to the same school that once kicked me out. And one of the teachers there was Dr. Eric Thomas, E.T. Oh, wow. Right, right. So me and E go back 30 plus years, right? Wow. Right. What? So ET, and here's a fun fact about E.T. Bro, he didn't have his college degree then. What? That's how anointed he was. The school was like, bump that degree. Our young people need you. And we began to travel and minister and do plays and skits and speak. Yeah, bro. To where by the time my senior year came around, I preached a sermon my senior year, bro. Had like 30 people come to Christ and get baptized. Like it was the craziest thing. Then I got to college, began to do my thing in college, and then began to lose my way. 
in the small compromises. Mm-hmm, nothing mm-hmm, major. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nothing major. Like mm-hmm. I was always like, yep, no more drinking. I'm not going. And then it was just like, what you call the little hard seltzer? Yeah, 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 yeah. You hit that. Yeah, a little wine a, cooler. Then you hit a beer. Yeah, then a Long yeah. Island. Yeah, Next yeah, Next you yeah. know, you're waking up to a fifth of Henny. Yeah. That's the only way you can function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I really got to that point where I was like a functioning alcoholic, mm-hmm. two, three blunts a day. Long story short, man, get out of college by the grace of God, um, but then end up getting blessed um, by the devil. People don't know this, bro. Like, the devil can bless you. You know what I'm saying? Like the devil began to open up doors for your boy. You know what I'm saying? I I remember, and let me tell you how he set me up. You know how people be having testimonials of like, man, God just blessed me. God just opened up doors. Man, the devil be opening up doors too. I was managing an enterprise rental car. I have this guy come in. He's trying to rent a vehicle, but his Amex is not going through for whatever reason. Somebody in the on my in my staff was like, yo, he just opened up that new nightclub. So I'm like, that's my end. I gave my man a brand new Tahoe. I was like, this week is on me. Now he in debt to me, right? So now my annual birthday bash is coming up where everybody in the city will show up. But it was typically like at my house, like a block long, like crazy. We took it to the club, sold out the club. He was like, bro, who are y'all? We put together a crew. Next thing I know, I'm doing party promotions. We're running nightclubs. I'm doing radio ads. You know what I'm saying? Like it just blew up. And around that same time, I got connected with a plug. One of my homeboys was like, bro, I got a couple pounds of weed, man. Uh, you know anybody that want it? I'm like, bro, I'm so deep in the club game. I'm like, sure. I make two calls. I get those pounds of weed sold within 30 minutes. He brings me two more. By the next morning, they gone. He was like, bro, if you can move work like that, come to my, I just knew people. He's like, come to the warehouse, bro. My man opened the garage. I had never seen <laughs> weed, pounds of weed, hundreds of pounds of weed stacked up high. And weed I'm, Mart. I'm, man. <laughs> <laughs> weed Mart. He was at Weed Mart. Bro. And so I'm instantly in the dope game. And so, you know, I'm, I'm so I'm moving, I'm moving work out can the I, club. Can I just pause yeah, yeah, yeah. as a dude from LA? Yeah. That's got to be the easiest end. To the dope game I've ever heard of in my life. Bruh. Facts. And one of my one of my best friends I went to high school with, grew up with, it was his big homie that put me on. So his big homie just came by, you know, we was just kicking it. And he was like, I got this work. It was just, it was so casual. (laughs) But when he saw how I moved four pounds within the within the 24 hours, he was just like, come through the crib. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? And um, and yeah, man, and so I started booming. And so we started making so much money, we opened up a second nightclub. So now we got one for the hood. You ratchet, you can wear whatever you want. Then we got one for the growing the sexy, where you got to wear a suit, you got to have a dress on, bottle service. And bro, I began to excel and soar. And we doing parties with rappers, Soldier Boy. Like, we just we just out here. And um, and my father, and I'm, I'm skipping over this, right? But just trust me, like years of... Nightclubs, all the women, yeah. all the drugs, yep. wild, reckless lifestyle. Yep. I was making so much money, I wasn't even trying to buy a car. I was just renting a different luxury vehicle every week. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And so just reckless, yep. wild. Yep. But my father prayed a prayer, and he was a pastor. So my mom married him when I was like 10. Wow. So I was just like, so you're going to be my dad? He was like, yeah. So ever since then, that's been my guy. You know wow. what I'm saying? Wow. And uh, man, he, he, be, he stopped praying for me. And began to pray on me. And he prayed a prayer that changed my life. 
He said, God, whatever my son is doing that doesn't bring you glory, I pray that he fails at it. And, bro, completely, completely wrecked my life, right? Like, completely wrecked my life. Dang. That next week, one of my dope connects got caught up with the feds. Instantly, the, 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 the cut, you know what I'm saying? I'm out the dope game. You know what I'm saying? Within a month's time, both of our nightclubs end up shutting down. Like, bro, when I tell you, bro, when I tell you the most dodo, <laughs> miraculous stuff, like every door was closed and it was only two doors open, bro. And God was like, and at that time, I was so knee deep in it <clears throat> and my pride and my ego was so high. It was just like, whatever I got to do to bounce back. Mm -hmm. So, I, bro, I done pulled kick doors back in the day. Like, bro, when I mm -hmm. tell you, bro, I was... Bro, I was evil, bro. Mm -hmm, like I was mm -hmm, a monster. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's but I, that's why I preach and minister so hard because I know the power of God. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know how He can change a heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I'm thinking like, yo, who I got to run up on? Who I to get back on top? Yep. And I was just in a weird space. I and mean, then I was taking a road trip, and uh, my grandma called me, and my grandma was like, "Baby, we having a cool conversation." She's like, "What happened to you?" I was like, what you, we was just talking about your new house in Atlanta. What you mean? Yeah, She's yeah. like, what happened to my grandson that was ministering at high school? Mm. What happened to my grandson that was preaching and loving on people? Like, what happened to him? So I was kind of offended. Like, come on, grandma, miss me with that. People change. I'm mm -hmm. like 28, mm -hmm. 20. I'm a grown, grown man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. people change. She said, baby, God can change you back. Mm. And she begins to love on me, not chastise me, yeah. not ridicule me. She just begins to love on me. Yeah. And she said something interesting. She said, baby... God not only wants to forgive you, he can forgive you, but he also wants to use you. Yeah. And I was like, I got to call Cap on that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, come yeah. on, come on, Grandma. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. God don't use people like me. Yep. She was like, nah, baby, don't be so conceited in your sin mm. that you think God can't use someone like you. And so I was just like, Grandma, I believe he could forgive me. And I believe he still loves me. I, I believe that nothing can separate me from the love of God. But he don't use people like this. She's like, oh, my dear grandson, do I got to remind you about Paul? And she begins to, like, break that thing down. And, bro, I can't explain to you, me, bro, but the, and I, that, at that time, like, I was driving. Like, I had a blunt in my hand. I was just trying to finish the convo with Grandma because I was going from South Carolina back to Huntsville with a pack. So I was just trying to get off the phone with Grandma so I could light up this blunt. Bro, Holy Ghost hit me, bro. I ain't been the same since. Broke down crying, gave my life to Christ right there on the road trip. Threw the blunt out the window, went home, told my girl. I was like, hey, I've been tripping. I've been wilding. God got a plan for me. I'm about to hit the reset button. She saw the potential in me because she didn't know about the work I was moving. Yeah, she didn't sure. know about the kick door. She knew the yeah. clubs. She'd be yeah. there collecting the money. Yep. She was just like, hey, my husband has an entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, my yeah, boyfriend yeah, yeah, yeah. has an entertainment. Yeah. Long story short, bro, get baptized, get married. Bro, I go knee deep in ministry. And my pastor, shout out to Pastor Doggett. I was like, yo, let me just scrape the gum off the flow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah, pastor, yeah, I'm yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, I broke yeah. down crying. I'm yeah. in his office. Yeah, and he I'm going like, to start from the bottom. I'm going to start from the bottom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I ain't even worried to meet with you, pastor. Like, yeah. I ain't been in church in years. Like, I've been out here wild. And then when I do leave church, I go home and smoke a blunt. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it would, just, it would just cloud my spiritual nerves. And so he was just like, he handed me a book from Max Lucado. First book I read on this journey, The Cast of Characters. Mm. And I began to see how God used regular people. And I was just like, wow. He was like, I'm going to put you over our young adult group. <laughs> I said, Pastor, 
you don't get it right like I was pulling kick doors you know what I'm saying like I wasn't even selling little quarter ounces I was selling weed by the pound like you know what I'm saying like I was the one putting flyers you know seeing for the club at the mall at grocery stores church parking lots like I was out here on some super heat and stuff he's like ain't nobody tripping on that welcome home but that thing messed me up I don't even know how to lead but he was just like but you got influence that's right. You led people to the club. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You 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 led them there. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like That's you right. on the radio doing drops. Like That's right. if you could do that, why can't you do this? That's right. And bro, we, we got 50, 40 people out any Sunday knocking on doors, feeding homeless folk, passing out Bible studies. Like, bro, it was just knee deep in ministry. Fast forward about two years of being consistent, people inviting me to preach at their church here and preach at their church there. And it kind of grew to where I was just like, man, I got something inside me, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think I could probably do this for a living. Mm -hmm. And so I saw the homie, the mentor, E.T., I see him preaching. He got a church. He's also a motivational speaker. He in schools. I'm just thinking like, yo, what's possible for him? It's possible for me. So I'm speaking for churches. I'm speaking for youth events. I'm, I'm getting invitations to go to schools. And bro, I was at one school, a middle school sharing my message, sharing my story, encouraging the kids. I left off the I left off the heavy spiritual stuff because I'm in yeah. school. So yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? For sure. so, absolutely. But I'm in there more so talking about character. Right. And for I feel sure. how I'm a man of faith now mm -hmm. and begin to work on my character and start getting active in church and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I wasn't preaching, but I'm letting them know clearly this is who I am. Absolutely. And I'm like, yo, God has a plan for you. I don't know my biological father he's not present in my life i struggle with drug and alcohol abuse i made a bad bad decisions i got a diagnosis of adhd but i didn't let that stop me and i'll keep pushing and right. the same plan that was for me there's a plan for your life you are fearfully and wonderfully made so i'm in the school going in yeah, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. like yeah and after, yeah. The, after the end of my presentation all the kids run out, i'm high-fiving everybody and this one little girl left behind she got red pretty red hair freckles all over her face bro she's in tears like the principal's trying to calm her down. She like hyperventilating. He's just like, Jeremy, she wants to speak to you. She comes to me, bro. She was like, you just saved my life. <sighs> bro, I was just like, huh? I was like, my story can't be that good. She was like, my best friend committed suicide. What I'm dealing with at home with my father, I can't handle it on my own. I had a plan to take my life today. She was like, I slipped out the back door of the school to execute my plan. They caught me. And made me come to the stupid assembly. But I'm so glad I did, Mr. Jeremy, because now I want to live. So she looks at her arm. You know how kids be writing on their arm? Yeah, man. She looks at her arm and she's like, now I know that I'm fearfully and wonderfully she was made. Writing it she's writing quotes. She's writing scriptures. She's just like, now I know that weapons will form, but they won't prosper. You told me I'm more than a conqueror. I'm like, oh, wait. So she's writing all the scriptures down. And it's funny because not going to schools and speak. Some teachers think it's John Maxwell, but some know, nah, bro, that's John the Apostle. <laughs> they like, uh -huh. exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. They be like, baby, there's this thing called the anointing. Uh -huh. I'm like, yes, ma'am, I yes, know about that. Absolutely. But, bro, she was just like, she gave me the biggest hug and was like, I want to live, I want to live. She runs off the class. I, of course, tell the principal so that they can get her some counseling. Yep. And I went home and had to get my wife in the spirit because I knew what God was saying. So I ain't no fool, bro. When I do marriage counseling with couples, I be telling husbands like, bro, 
if your wife is upset with you, she pissed. Like this ain't the time to bring up counseling. This that's ain't right. the time. That's to, exactly right. Like get her when she in a good mood. That's right. That's and right. And then drop this bomb that, on her. That's exactly the right. Timing is everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I went home. Um, thought about it, wrestled all night, knew what God was saying. The next morning, I made my wife breakfast. Mm -hmm. Had to get her in the spirit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I still remember the breakfast, too. I made her a big bowl of oatmeal with the craisins and almonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Two egg whites yeah. and avocado toast. Yeah. That was my, like, go-to. Like, yeah, yeah. her number one meal. Yeah. She's eating. I'm like, babe, I met this little girl. She was going to commit suicide. I really think I saved her life. She's yeah. like, babe, that's so amazing. Yeah. I was like, yeah. So, you know, I've been thinking, you know, I've been speaking here or there for a couple of years. Like, I think it's time. She's like, time for what, honey? <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because my wife's love language is like, okay, acts of service, yep. physical touch, words of affirmation. That's cool. Yeah. There's a missing one that Dr. Gary Chapman never talked about, which is called security. Mm -hmm. she, but she all about security. Mm -hmm. She ain't like, you ain't got to retouch me. You ain't got to really be affirming me. I don't need a bunch of gifts. Where the Let bag? Let me just look at that bank account. Yeah, yeah, where that like, bag oh, at, good. <laughs> So oh. I'm like, babe, you know, God is, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's time for me to, you know what I'm saying, quit my job. And she was like, excuse me? So I said, that's what God said, dude. Yeah. Like, Take that up with God. So yeah. she's like, well, what he say about me? Right, 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 right. I'm like, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I need you to keep working. You know what I'm saying? Right, that part. Because she worked for the government. Yeah, She for worked sure. for NASA, one of NASA's defense contractors, Jacob's ESTS. So I'm like, no, nah, you keep working. Mm -hmm. Your salary will cover the mortgage, mm -hmm. the car note, the bills. Mm -hmm. And just like, I'm going to do this, this speaking and mm -hmm. churches and school thing. She's like, no, nah, bump that. She's like, if you quit your job, I'll quit my job too. I, I said, did, did you pray about that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, mommy's a rider and I'm a me? roller. Put <laughs> us together. How you going to stop both of us? You what? You feel me? I'm just like, what? And so, yeah, bro. So she turned to her notice that week and we both quit our job. So, bro, when I, I, I talk about faith, like I be telling folk like, bro, I ain't talking about stuff I read in the book. I'm talking about stuff I put in books, bro. We both instantly walked away from my job. Six figures, guaranteed salary, healthcare benefits, insurance out the window. Because I realized my purpose was bigger. It was bigger than me, right? Bruh. I realized, like, bro, I'm saving people's lives. No, but 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 let's but but let's slow down first, real quick. Okay. You recognized the purpose was bigger than you. Right. Mrs. Anderson recognized okay. the purpose. So we need to talk about that. Feel me. Yeah, all right, so let me help them out. Because there's some brothers out here listening. they like, see, see, that's what I, so some brothers is watching and listening, and they like, I'm going to share this with my wife. Mm. And they wondering why their wife ain't got the faith mm. that my wife had. Mm. But I would, I would challenge that young brother that's wondering that. It's like, okay, but do you have the grit that I had? Do you have the consistency that I had? You know what I'm saying? Like the work ethic. Come on, the work ethic. You know what I'm saying? The like, character, bro. Come the on, integrity. Bruh. Like your my, name already bruh. had to be good when you approached her because the oatmeal wasn't gonna be enough, bro. You can't put good oatmeal on bad character. You wow. can't put no avocado toast on a lack of integrity. That's what we're doing. You can't put That's egg real. whites on top of a lie. That's real. Straight up. <laughs> and if that and that and that was it. What I, but my lifestyle is what was really feeling that part. Like she literally saw me going from entertainment company, running nightclubs to stopping cold turkey. Yeah. Fam, I was two to three blunts a day, wake up to alcohol, fit the henny, whatever I could get my hands on. Yeah. Bro, a pack of Newports a day. Wow. Oh, bro, I was fully in the lifestyle. Yeah, like yeah, I'm smoking yeah. a, a square after, before and after every meal like clockwork. Wow. She literally saw me stop everything cold turkey. 
People say, Jeremy, how you do it? I'm like, two things. For one, the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And I just take it a day at a time. Yeah, for sure. my anxiety is too high. Like, I'm never going to smoke a blunt again. Yeah. I'm never going to yeah, bust yeah. open the shell yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and break yeah. down the weed. Yeah, and, yeah. And I'm never going to take yeah. flight. I'm just like, you know what? A day at a time. So she saw that. She saw me out in the trenches in communities. She saw me sweating, leading a group of high school and college students, ministering to people. Like, she saw me be consistent with right. my gift and calling. Right. So she knew, like, okay, well, if you quit your job, I'm seeing what you're doing now. It's only a matter of time. Right. So, right. so, so, the, so, so, so to the brother that's wondering, like, man, how come my wife, how come my girl don't support me like that? Like, do you support you like that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you do the work that you got to do internally? That's exactly and she right. she saw something in me, and she was just like, oh, no, this, this could happen. <sighs> yeah, bro. <laughs> And and the, Ooh, and there's some and blue the magic is, right here. Right. I'm trying to tell y'all and, something and right the now. The rest is uh, and the rest is history, bro. Wow. What yeah. year was that? I got baptized October 17, 2009. But the um, the 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 shift when the two it of was you about co- it was about two years after that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was about two years after that. Actually, actually. It was three years after that. Let me tell you how I knew God's hand was on me. Is we had lost two babies before we tried to have my daughter Jewel. Mm, Jewel sorry. was born. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Jewel was born October 17th, 2012. Noah was born October 17th, 2010. You lying. Noah's birthday is October 17th, 2010, and we lost three. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, that's Yo, the, the, the connection's <laughs> even stronger. I'm like freaking out right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. What? Yes. Yes, bro. Exactly three years to the day I was baptized. That's the freaky thing. I was baptized October 17, 2009. Jewel was born October 17, 2012. One year for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Spirit. You know, God, he be on them numbers. He bro. be on it. He be on them numbers, bro. And when I when I saw my baby, when I held my baby girl and realized, like, whoa, this is my three year <sighs> baptism. Oh, bro, it, it bro. blew my mind, bro. So yeah, it was actually three years what? because a little past that because she was she was still a newborn, like she had just came out the womb. Yeah, we for made sure. The, so people was just like, bro, you about to quit your job, bro? You and your wife do good. We had just built a house, like, yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, everything bro. was set. Absolutely. And God was like, let me get there. Hey, so 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 let me tell you what's uh, what's powerful about uh, about um, this, because um, I feel like I have a PhD in transitions because hmm. <laughs> I've made so many. Mm-hmm. Well, well I, I can't say so many. They've just been very, very significant and pivotal. You know what okay. I mean? All of my transitions. So so th- when when you make that step, you are literally stepping out on nothing. <laughs> that's what makes it a faith move right there there are no guarantees right. it's not like well you know what we had enough in savings right. that we could do it for at least 12 months uh and and if god don't work by then then i had a plan b mm. nah if you got 12 months worth of savings he ain't showing up to the 14th mm-hmm. <laughs> facts because he he's the drama king he you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He he ain't gonna let you get credit for it, right? Like y'all collabed on a right. miracle, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? Ain't no, no, no collaborations no. on a miracle. He's like, that's all me. That's all yeah. him, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, bro, that's and this has been the story of my that's life. Fascinating. That's probably one of my most frustrating things about God, and I say that respectfully. 
Most high, <laughs> but it's just like, bro, he, bro, the drama king. Bro. Yeah, you know, people like she a drama queen, bro. Yeah. A drama king, bro. Like he could have easily let the the children of Israel just get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he yeah. led them to where the water was. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. he hardened Pharaoh's heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he split the sea open to let them through to swallow up Pharaoh's army. Yeah. Like, but God is like, no, no, no. You gonna know this was me. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all and niggas not by out a here, little bit. Uh, by a lot of it. It's all me. <laughs> and so, yeah, bro. So God, you know, throughout my whole journey, he's been like, yo, let me get that. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, my life has been a life of surrendering and giving up. So God is like, yo, will you give up? I gave up the drugs. I gave up the alcohol. I gave up the cigarettes. I gave up the promiscuity. I gave up the nightlife. But then he's like, but now will you give up that 401k? You know what I'm saying? Now will you give up that health care, that benefits, you know what I'm saying? Will you give up that salary, that guaranteed paycheck? Like, will you give that up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, Abraham, yep, I finally blessed you with a son. Now let me get that back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So God is just like, he's looking at me like, you my son and you righteous, not because of how the commandments you keep. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the faith that you live. That's right. Yeah, bro. Bro, that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bro, so this has been... If my count is right, 11 years. 13 from beginning, but 11 years of quitting my job. Yes. Yeah, yeah. From, yes. e from the time you quit your yep, job, yep. 11 years. All right. All right. Dude. Oh, dude, my brain. Okay, okay, okay. My <laughs> brain. All right, so, so walk us through. Yeah. We quit. We lean in. And what that has turned into now. So I have a- Because it's kind of remarkable, yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah, so I have a mantra, um, man, that I live by always grateful, never settle. Mm -hmm. So that's just, I, I'm like always grateful, but never settle. Because I know the old me would be complacent. Like, mm -hmm. hey, this isn't bad. I'm mm -hmm. going to just settle for this. Mm -hmm. But then I read Ephesians 3.20, and it mm -hmm. says, now unto him who is able to do it, seemingly abundantly, more than you can ask or think. More than you can, I can ask and think a lot. Me He's too. like, but the power that worketh in me. So yeah. I'm just like... Okay, so my mantra is like, always grateful, never settle. So I begin to grow. I begin to get invitations to speak for churches and schools and corporations and just sharing my story, talking about overcoming adversity, unity, like all of that. Like the doors that God was opening was like absolutely bonkers, yeah. right? And it was very hard though. Let me be clear. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it was absolutely. very hard because yeah. it's like, okay, now I get some money and I want to finally do something nice for my wife, but God is like, don't eat your seeds. They finally paying you. And I know you want to go and do something with your girl. I know you want to take a little trip of vacation, but don't eat your seeds, son. Put that back into the ministry. Put that back into the company. Put that back into the organization. So I began to go through a journey of, it's like, man, I'm finally starting to get paid a little bit. And God's like, but I'm showing you how to grow. You know what I'm saying? I'm, trying, I'm showing you how to take it to that next level. And so... Like, Brian, by my, I put, let me tell you something. <laughs> 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 it's been a lot. But God has been stretching me and pruning me. Yeah. And so I began to grow and excel. And then um, E.T. gave me some advice. And he began to really, I remember calling E. Like, yo, E, I'm back. Because I ain't going to lie, bro. You know how when you're not living a life of purpose, how we kind of, the guilt from that alone yeah, makes sure. you. Yeah, retreat. There are some people that's not coming around churches. It ain't even that it's church hurt. They just feel guilty because yeah. you know what you're doing. Yeah. So when I came back to Christ, I hit Eli, yo, I'm back. He was like, bet. It's a good time to link up with me. Let's get it. Like, he wasn't on what you've been doing. Right, 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 right. No, you back. He's like, you back. Welcome back. Yeah. And so we, we licked up like that. He's my daughter's godfather. We've been building. He's been giving me game on the speaking career. And so I began to grow and excel and get opportunities. And about two years after quitting, I remember being in Huntsville, Alabama, and I was at a Walmart. 
And somebody was like, Jeremy, oh my God, bro, you blowing up. You're doing it big. You've arrived. And I felt, I felt almost sick to my stomach. Mm. I was like, I ain't even did nothing yet. Mm. I'm just getting started. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I, I might have did like six figures a year and in, in, in speaking and traveling. I'm just like, but yo, if the bar is that low, I'm just like, yo. Because I, I, I done seen, bro, I done been to the mountaintop, bro. I done seen the promised land. Like, I know what God can do. And so, so I don't know what it was, but something about me was like disgusted. I was like, yo, I've been in Huntsville, Alabama for 20 years now. It's time to make a move, bro. And I moved to Atlanta. Now, for, true story. When I got converted, I hated Atlanta. Because it, it, I looked at Atlanta like it was Sodom and Gomorrah. I understood. You feel me? Because yep. I remember the nightclubs and the strip clubs yep. and the strokers and yep. all the different places I was at yep. and the work I was moving. And so I remember telling myself I would never fool with Atlanta. But I got so spiritually strong where I wasn't trip, I wasn't faded by it. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Now I was I was too fragile early on. Yeah, understood. This two, three years later, I'm Teflon. Yeah, for sure. We moved to Atlanta, my folks is there. Yeah. And and God gives me a vision to start this thing called the Grace Tour. Mm. And um the Grace Tour was me, Jill, Brian, R.I.P. Rest in peace, my brother Brian, um, Javen. We would travel all over the country. In my in my Ford Expedition, my little dusty truck, and we would go to group homes, we go to homeless shelters, we go to invitations for schools, and then we would end the week of that work in Cincinnati with a local church on the weekend, and we would preach and we would share our testimony of grace and how God restored us. And so Jill was seeing, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. And so it was a group of us, four of us, you know what I'm saying, all African American. Mm -hmm. And that man, first year, well, God was like, okay, you can be faithful with your expedition. Mm -hmm. So I had a speaking engagement to do a youth retreat. Um, for this church in Arizona, mm. I go there. They pick me up in a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. I stand up beside the Sprinter van. I said, I like this. And bro, I heard from above, God was like, I'm going to give you a Sprinter van to tour in. And just like, bro, I did not, I did not question it. I shot a video over my phone, showed the squad, yo, God going to give us a Sprinter van. And I began to walk in that. Yes, I began sir. to believe that. Yes, sir. And so I'm like, I don't know how he's going to do it, but we got this tour coming up yep. in April. We starting a new tour. Yep. We are, we at Florida State. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We got a bunch of churches and group homes lined up in Florida. We starting the Grace Tour there. And man, two months before the tour started, I was preaching at this little church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And this dude comes up to me after my sermon. He was like, Jeremy, it's like I ain't never heard the gospel preached like that. He was like, God is telling me to give you $25,000. Can I do that? I said, you better. <laughs> you, you better you not better. disobey your daddy. That's what the most I said. <laughs> Let me get that. And that's what we were short to buy the Sprinter van. Get out of here. Now, 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 I'm, now, let me tell the backstory. Let me tell the backstory. So me and my wife were not on the same page. Just in a weird place. Yeah, and we yeah, was meeting with our counselor. And our marriage counselor was just like, y'all need to figure this out. Because God ain't going to bless y'all to move forward until y'all get recalibrated. And, and we submitted and surrendered to God. We prayed on it and we moved forward. Then the next weekend I preached and we get that big donation. We buy the Sprint event on Wednesday. We get it wrapped on <laughs> Thursday. And we hit the road on tour on Friday. That's crazy. Yes. And it's got our pictures on there. Javen, uh, I mean, Brian, me, Jill. And then that first year, we was faithful with that. Yep. And God is, because I believe, like, when the word says, if you're faithful over a few things, I'll make you rule over many. He will do so it. So then God blesses us with Stephanie and, and Alden and Marcus and Antonia, who are black, white, 
um, Hispanic, you know what I'm saying? Asian America, Kelly Lynn, shout out to Kelly. So now we looking. So now we got a team of eight people. That's right. We looking at like the United Marcus, Nations oh, up in here. United Nations, yeah, bro. Yeah, Marcus yeah. got Marcus got the acoustics. Like we ministering, bro. And everybody that's come under my tutelage all got thriving ministries now. Alvin got through minister um um uh, seminary school. He's a pastor now. You wow. know what I'm saying? Marcus is a big time worship leader. Stephanie now sings for Hillsong. Wow. In Australia. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. bro, like. Bro, we was different, and we did that. We did the Grace Tour for three years. Yeah. And then when I transitioned from that, it just stopped suddenly. Yep. And God told me that the church wasn't ready for it. I was really devastated. I was just like, yo, God, he was just like, what y'all have is so rare and so unique. The church isn't even ready for it. So now I'm going to put you back out here um, in the world. All right, all right. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what I mean. Yeah, you ready? You got to take me slower, man. So... Bro, all right, so again, here's the metrics. It would always be a host church that would invite us, right? So say the Tim Ross, you know what I'm saying, uh, Presbyterian, Baptist, non-denomination church invite us. Once we know we go into Dallas, it's like, okay, we're going to see what schools are interested. We're going to see what universities would like us to come pull up. We would also, and but we in the trenches too, so group homes, yeah. homeless shelters, detention centers, you know what I'm saying? We was like, we don't care about the budget. We here. Right. And bro, all on faith. I pay everybody a full like salary. It's just like, I don't know how the church, and the church don't have the budget, but them love offerings, bro. Let me just, can I just testify on God real quick? Please. Bro, one time we, we went to Cali like three times in this Sprinter van. Bro, we pulled up in Riverside, California, ready to do major uh, ministry work. As soon as we pull into the city on campus, our Sprinter van breaks down. <laughs> I got to pay wow. $800, get it towed, and we ain't got, and now it's going to cost like 15 grand to get it fixed. I'm not, excuse me, eight grand, between eight and 12, way more than we had. <laughs> right, 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 right. Bro, I'm sitting there ministering, and I'm on stage telling the people what happened, but I'm like, but I'm, but I'm like, I ain't got to worry about that. That ain't right. my van. That's right. God's van. Right, 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 right. Bro, right. one of the local dentists pulled my wife aside afterwards and was like, just give me a number. Baby, here, here's a check. Just put in the amount. Bro, we experienced that for three years, bro. The people of God, like, supported us was special. But the leadership, the leadership in the church of God is what was struggling. We would go into churches, and we would do week-long revivals. And we baptizing, bro, 20, 30 people. And then I find out three months later, we're going to do a follow-up. Only two people. Is staying, and I'm like, y'all got a major retention problem, and it's just like, bro, we didn't baptize 28 people, we didn't baptize 42 people, and I look up a few months later, and two or three maybe are showing up. I'm like, that's an internal problem. So I really feel like I know that God was displeased, and was just like, now I'm going to transition you out of this. The, the reason why um, I wanted you to elaborate on that is because I'm. I'm currently in this space where um with this with this movement, right? The Lord gave us the basement a year ago. And the fruit is undeniable. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of churches that don't know what to do with it. <laughs> They don't know, and and honest, let me be very, very honest. Mm -hmm. They don't know what to do with me, mm -hmm. because they're like, 
we heard, we heard in one conversation, mm-hmm. like we've heard you preach, but then we heard a conversation where you use some very strong language mm-hmm. and we can't reconcile it. <laughs> and I'm like, I've never come close to doing that in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. The sacred right. desk is sacred. Right. right, 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 right. So are conversations. Right, for sure, for sure. They're just as sacred. For sure. And sometimes people's vulnerability. For sure. Sometimes my vulnerability mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. leads me into conversations, emotions, mm-hmm. and words mm-hmm. that are not what we would use in the pulpit in the pulpit right but in the middle of a exchange of emotion mm-hmm. grief mm-hmm. anger mm-hmm. happiness <laughs> joy mm-hmm. bitterness mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. real stuff hate yeah the vocabulary mm-hmm it's diverse. It's very diverse. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so there's been a tension. Mm-hmm. And th- th- what's interesting is there's, at this point, with no hyperbole, thousands of people mm-hmm. that had disavowed church communities, mm-hmm. re-engaging mm-hmm. with church communities. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was talking to my friend Rich Wilkerson uh, on an IG live and this statement just spilled out of my mouth. I didn't even, I didn't try to, I, I've never said it before. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a, I've been wordsmithing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, a mm-hmm. sentence. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, what's been happening with the basement is like supernatural. And he was like, but what does that make you feel about the church? Are you for the church? Or are you like, I don't care about the I was like, dude, I I planted a church. Right. I was a lead pastor for seven years. Right. I love the local church. The The local church is necessary. I still engage on Sunday mornings. I still love going to praise and worship and right. being and listening to the word. I said, the church is never going away. The, we, the gathering is never going away. Right. I said, we need the church. And I think every church needs a basement. Hmm. Facts. Like you have a small group. Facts. Facts. But that basement. Yeah. It's necessary. We can contain whatever you got to say. Right. <laughs> right. Right. In the basement. Right. Sometimes a small group won't let you do that. Mm-hmm. Sunday morning ain't the place for that. Right. So it's it's just interesting to hear how mm-hmm. you had to. Na- so how did you navigate that when you pulled back from that? Because you got a word from the Lord on that. Mm-hmm. Like the Lord told you, mm-hmm. which somebody would say, oh, oh the, the, the enemy trying to make you do something <laughs> separate than the church. And and it's like, well, if the people don't understand, mm-hmm. I mean, how come? I mean, Jesus couldn't do many miracles. Right. Right. In Nazareth, right. because of their unbelief. Facts. They were not willing to accept. (laughs) So many times in the Bible, he said, you've been healed by your belief, your faith. That's exactly right. right, 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 So if there's unbelief, he's like, well, I guess I got to bounce. Right. I'm capable of doing it. Right. You're not capable of receiving Receiving it. it. Right. I'm going to have to leave. Right. Your situation Mm -hmm. sounds like, and I know this is strong, and I hope it don't hurt no feelings for the churches that you engage with or whatever. Mm -mm, You're good. But the Lord was like, you can't put another pearl. Yeah. Yeah, stop in front of swine. Facts. That's that's the first thing I hear. Here's the other thing I hear. 
they're not stewarding what you've done. Absolutely. If Absolutely. your fi- if if we talking about 30 40 people Bruh. getting baptized Bruh. and 6 months later Bruh. only two people are right. still connected? Bruh. 30 40 families. Yeah. Like think about that, bro. You know what I'm saying? 30 40 families. Yeah, so really yeah, that yeah. that means Oh, that's more. hundreds of people. And so it just it just freed me up, bro. But then I had to get to a point because I began as it began to get bigger and popular. I begin to experience a lot of ridicule, and it, it comes with the territory, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the bigger you grow, the more your platform grows, the more anointing you're gonna shoot. They criticize Jesus. Yeah, for sure. So I, I, so I don't even. I'm not even the victim no more. I'm not even worried about it. It yeah, comes. Yeah. I'm actually alarmed. Like, ain't nobody saying no, <laughs> ain't nobody twisting what I got to say. Right, 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 right. So I got to a point where I said, because you got to always consider the source. That's good. So I got to a point where I was just like, okay, so before I take this advice or before your thoughts of me Who hurt. Who is it coming from? Who is it coming from? What fruit are you bearing? Mm. I'm like, is your, your ministry's not growing. Mm. Your church has been at 120 members mm. for 12 years. Mm. So like, why, why are we even, you, 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 you take strife. Let me tell you something, bro. Like, and, and sometimes, man, unfortunately, you know, the church is ran by human people yeah. who are wretched, even our the most holiest, yeah. our righteousness, but filthy rags. That's AKA right. AKA a dirty tampon. That, that's what it is. Like, we ain't, we ain't a no bloody, as, dirty, <laughs> a bloody, rotten. Man, stanky. Tampon. Yeah. So we do the best we can. That's right. But I just had to get to a point where I just said, you know what, I'm not going to let that energy hit me. I'm going to stay focused yeah. on what God wants me to do, and I'm going to be at peace with it. Yeah. And so we had to make that transition. And then God began to, to grow me. Yeah. For, and let me give you, can I give you two stories? Please. So I remember one time. Give I me was, 20. I was, okay. <laughs> Good. I was in a, I was, uh, I'm going to do an origin story. So when I first, after I quit my job, I've been speaking quite a bit. There was this huge convention in Florida, it was like a national youth conference. That's all I'm gonna say because I don't want to. Because if I as I, as I, I begin to share the uh-huh, story, uh-huh. you got to be general. Like national right uh-huh. youth conference in Florida, and I'm there in the lobby, and I see three pastors that I know, right? And I'm just like, and they're like, Jeremy, what you doing here? It's three of them. And the one in the middle was just like, what's going on? So I dap them all up, and these guys I look up to, yeah. Right. And so I'm like, man, I'm here to do the Lord's work. Like I'm going to be doing a panel. I just wrote my book from prodigal to prodigy. I'm going to have my book available, do some workshops. And one of the pastors is like, man, you ain't really serious about ministry. I said, no, nah, doc, I'm, I'm sold out, bro. Yeah. Like I burned the ship. Like yeah. I'm all in. He looked yeah. at this other pastor was like, this guy ain't serious. I'm like, nah, pastor, like I'm all in and I can't be shaking this, this passion that's inside me is burning. He was like, you really serious about ministry, Jeremy? I said, yeah. Now, we in the we in the convention center in the lobby where people is registering, hundreds of people in the lobby. Yeah. He says, Jeremy, lift, close your eyes and lift up your hands. I closed my eyes, bro. I lift up my hands, and the whole, like, lobby gets quiet. It's just, there's this moment. And so he takes his four fingers, and he he playfully starts, like, speaking in tongues, mushes my forehead. And they bust out laughing and walk off. What? Bruh. Demonic. Bruh, I can't even tell you the rage. Oh, dude, I'm feeling it now. Bruh, that hit my heart. Bruh, I felt so humiliated. I was with my homeboy James and my homegirl Shayla. Shayla was in tears. She was like, that was so evil. Why would they do that? Like, I, bro, I felt so dumb. People was like, people was laughing because they didn't understand the severity. Yeah, of yeah, it. absolutely. And I'm like, bro, you put your hands on my forehead? They're like, nigga, you, bro, you, yeah. bro, like, bro, yeah, like, nah, bro, yeah. I don't, 
nigga. Bro, I done tossed some folk. Bro, <laughs> you I done, was right. Bro, I done. I'm like, bro, hey, you don't. They, sir. Bro, you don't. Bro, you. Sir, can bro. we just. We're not going to glorify nothing in the past. Right. And let it be known. Right. Please don't get it twisted. Some of these people <laughs> is. An IP address can turn into a physical address. Man, real quick. Real quick. Bro, I know some cats, bro. 1,500. Never mind. Let me get. So let me say this. But I wouldn't even know on that, bro. My first thought was like, yo, I'm about to deal with my man. So I go to my truck. Bro, I'm punching the steering wheel. I'm, bro, I'm hot. They trying to calm me down. And so I was just like, you know what? I was like, yo, I'm not going to. Bro, I was on the rage that was in my heart. Bro. Oh, I was I like, can't yo, imagine. I'm about to kill my man. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was I, like, yo, God, I'm not going to kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had a crowbar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, yo, my man about to be in the wheelchair for the rest of his life. Brother, Betty raised they hit my again. heart. And, I and, feel so, it. and so, God, and so we in the truck, they talking, they praying with me, James. I'm like, I don't, bro, I'm not trying to hear that right now. I'm I'm so hot and humiliated. I'm trying to do God's work. Yep. And so Shayla was just like, they're just threatened by your ministry. That's so mean, blah, blah, blah. I don't care about the reason why. But they open, <laughs> they open the booklet. They open the program booklet. Oh, my God. Do you know that he was the main speaker for the divine service for the kickoff of this National Youth Prayer Conference. So God is like, not only are you going to forgive him, Lord Jesus, but I want you in the front row interceding for him Jesus. at this prayer conference. Because mm -hmm. you're saved. Because you're saved. Because you actually have a relationship with You Jesus actually Christ have, though. man, listen. I so bet I'm, you do. So I'm thinking like, not going to do it. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to take my man out. Nope. I won't even break his legs. Right. But to be in the front row, and into, bro, I wrestled all night long. The next day, the squad was like, what are we going to do? I was like, we're going to do what we're supposed to do. And, bro, do you know how the first half of the service, I said there were tears in my eyes, and I had to fight through the rage. Yeah, for sure. And as he stood up and he began to minister, I just went into intercessory mode. Yeah. And, bro, I can't explain what the Holy Spirit did inside my heart and mind. Yeah. Like the breakthrough that I got. Yeah, for sure. And I literally was just like earnestly like God the same way I was pulling kick doors. Yeah, for and, sure. And all the crazy stuff I was doing, some stuff I'm too embarrassed to even say on the basement. I know it's yeah. the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before me like, but you was doing what now? <laughs> and God, you can use me. Yeah. You can use him. He's got some insecurities. Yeah, God. for sure. So Absolutely. I was just interceding for him. And yeah. so then afterwards, he preached a good sermon. People was came to Christ and I walked away and was like, yo, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a talk to my man later. Yep. God said, you will never mention a word of this to him. And I was so angry because I'm like, I'm not going to cause my man no harm, but I need to at least check him so Bruh, he don't hurt nobody else. That part. Bruh. Like, I got to come to you. Right. Right. Because right, that's. Right. God is like. That's the code, fam. Right. right you know what I'm saying? Right, if I got right. an issue with you. I'm going to come to you. I'm coming to right. you. I ain't about to tell nobody nah, else. Nah, fam. You know, I'm pulling up on I've, you. And I've never mentioned his name to this day with anyone. I never put no dirt on his name. I've never <sighs> I've never said anything to him. When I've seen him at events, you know what he says? Boy, I'm so proud of your ministry. Man, you're so anointed. He daps me up. He even wanted to sponsor the Grace Tour, and I declined it. I did decline it. 
right? Yeah, absolutely. Because you got to be cautious money. of who we, you. We who don't you need that money. With. Absolutely correct. That's but absolutely I, correct. But I really wanted to hurt him if I could just say that for the record. <laughs> then I really wanted to check him, and God was like, "You will check in with me on behalf of him, and you will intercede for him because I'm still using his wretched behind like I'm using your wretched behind." <laughs> And that's when God began to take me down through there and really help me grow um, as a real Christian. Mm-hmm. He was like, bro, you've been, te- you've been teaching grace. You about to launch the grace tour. He needs grace. Yeah, so what? You was humiliated. Negro, I was stripped naked and bruised and beat for your transgressions. What are you saying? He was he stripped some naked. Words. He put poor, he put four <laughs> fingers on your forehead. Oh, yeah, I know all about Jesus was a stripper. Praise God. I love it, man. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> right, right. Like, he's like, bro, like, all of that. You know what I'm saying? And so God was like, he you, he mushed your forehead. You, you ain't have no whips put to your back. And right, so God was part. just like, love him. Yeah, bro. Love him. Love your enemies. Love him. He's not even the enemy. He actually your fellow partner right. in ministry. That's right. He's just struggling and got some insecurities. Yep. He just, yeah, y'all ain't on the same but that, page. But, but, and then God showed me like, son, that wasn't even for, that, that wasn't even for him. Like, that's for you. God's like, where I'm taking you, there's a pruning. There, mm-hmm. There's a pruning that's taking place inside your life. Mm-hmm. There's a work that I'm trying to do within you, within your character. So, yeah, you ain't kicking in no doors no more. You're not moving work no more. You're not running no nightclubs. You ain't sleeping around no more. You're not waking up to a fifth of Henny and Blunts no more. Like, you ain't doing that, but you still got rage in your heart. You still got unforgiveness. You still got a judgmental spirit out here. Because whenever you see a pastor or a minister and cheat, you say, how dare they? You know what I'm saying? And this is like, bro, you got you to gotta, you gotta release that. And so God was like, I'm trying to do a work within you for where I'm taking you. Are oh, you done cracked open the word? Yeah, come on. That's story one. What you got for me? Bro, I can't wait to hear it. This is John, this is John 13, verses 34 and 35. New Living Translation. So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other. (laughs) Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Come on, bro. That's why you're his disciple. Come on. Because the love you showed a man Hmm. who despitefully used you, Hmm. embarrassed you, humiliated Hmm. you. The mark of you being Jesus' disciple Hmm. is the antithesis of the response you would have brought as Jeremy. Hmm. Like, I don't think, I don't think, you know, a lot of people are starting to understand me in a different light. Mm -hmm. What one of the things I did not even take into consideration Mm -hmm. when I gave my life to Jesus. And then move from L.A. to Texas, right? So I moved down south. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, I joined the Potter's House. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my parents were pastors, but, like, I was not, I didn't play church. Mm-hmm. So I was just a nigga from the hood. Fam. Right, like, right, I, right. Just an L.A. nigga. Yeah, right, chilling. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. I give my life to Jesus, and I have to literally learn church. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to, like, I literally watched, um, uh, Kirk Franklin's What You Looking For, VHS, mm. and Carlton Pearson's Azusa, VHS. Mm. And on both of those V8 on both of those tapes, there's a there's a praise break. Mm. And people start shouting. Mm-hmm. And I literally 
learned how to shout because <laughs> I would rewind to the praise break and there was one person that was like really getting it yeah. and I mimic. That's how I learned how to pick them up and put them down because wow. church culture is learned behavior. Mm-hmm. All culture is learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Hip hop culture is learned behavior. Rock mm-hmm. culture is learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Goth culture is learned behavior. You mm-hmm. got to figure out what is acceptable within these mm-hmm. parameters. So you take a hood boy in a big old Pentecostal church in the South mm-hmm. and I'm trying to learn and so I learned how to code switch mm-hmm. with them. Right. Then I wind up at Gateway, mm-hmm. predominantly white church in South Lake. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the the other campuses are really diverse, but South Lake, you, you know, as a city, is like 98 percent white. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to code switch some more. Seventy mm-hmm. percent of my speaking engagements was at Caucasian churches. Mm-hmm. So I'm always code switching. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there's a diplomacy that you have in the pulpit. Duh, 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 duh. And I have a vocabulary that I that I can wield at my command. Right. Right? Right. right. And then I get to this season and the Lord's like, just 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 you. Hmm. Just you the just way you me. the way you are in private. Mm-hmm. That's how I want you to be in public. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, then I'm about to get canceled because, you know, right, right. I ain't about to code switch. Right, and right. who knows what else is coming? Right. right? right, right. Well, then that's so people are starting to learn that. Right. I don't think we 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 factor enough the crucifixion of our prior ethical code Mm. and how that plays into Mm -hmm. our relationship with Jesus and our other brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm -hmm. We come from a world Mm -hmm. where you do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep, yep. Yep. You about to get with every action there's a reaction. It's a cause and effect for sure. I'm going to say this very very I'll try to say this gingerly as I can. Mm-hmm. Nipsey H- Hussle mm-hmm. got murdered in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. But he called that dude a snitch. Mm-hmm. In front of several people. And there's a street code mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with your influence and celebrity. For sure. <laughs> Whether it's daytime or nighttime. Right? Mm-hmm. And that dude mm-hmm. came back same day mm-hmm. and addressed the situation. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I, they had the video footage of it. It was horrible. It was horrific. But that's street culture. Mm-hmm. Now, when you take a person mm-hmm. that knows that code mm-hmm. and they give their life to Jesus, yeah. let us not. Our memory doesn't. Yeah. 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 It's still a rewire. My soul got touched, right. Right. not my amygdala. Right. For sure. <laughs> I still remember everything. I still and remember. It's hard not to go back to that code. And so God is like, I'm trying to rewire you now as the man of Christ. The same way there's a code out here in these streets, there's a code within the kingdom. People need to know that. And yeah. there is a kingdom code. Yeah. And there, but we got to fight for that. <laughs> yeah. Cause it don't come naturally. I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't sense in the spirit and say, oh, he's hurting with some insecurities. Hey, y'all, don't trip. Ain't nobody tripping. Let's go and intercede. For no, you. no, no. That came at the end of your, cru- the crucifixion of your flesh. For sure. That's when you were able to for receive sure. that revelation. For sure. And th- I just think that we need that. Again, I know 
I know this pod ain't for everybody. And I everybody that listens don't have the same background. And I understand that. But that needs to, I just need to highlight that. Mm-hmm. For the people, for, for all of my thugs, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For all my hood people, street code. Like, man, nah, you know, when, when uh, Toby makes, um, uh, uh, I forgot, uh, uh, try Jesus, don't try me. Oh, for sure. Right, because I throw these for hands. Sure. <laughs> that That's a, that, yeah. that's talking, that's yeah. coming from somebody yeah. from really the street. There, really from A-Lee. Now, now, now <laughs> it ain't biblical. Right 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 right, 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 right. To go tell somebody, hey, go try Jesus, but don't try me because I throw right. these hands, right? Right, right. But it is. The song is giving you the tension. Yes. Yes. In between his fidelity to Jesus mm-hmm. <laughs> and his family of origin. Yes. Right? Yes. His environment of origin. Yes. Environmental trauma is real. Yes. You know what I'm sure. saying? For sure. My 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 older brother turned on his set. Hmm. They put a hit out on us. Hmm. They couldn't find him. Hmm. So retribution was. After this time expires, if we don't get peanut, nut, we coming after his brothers hmm. and his family. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the street watching my back because mm. I don't know when somebody going to pull up and be like, nigga, this for, yep. th- this ain't a movie. Right. That was real. Like right, they real was life. talking about my right. life. Like they was talking about, do they want to, a Big Mac or a, a filet of fish. Right. When when you hear your life talked about, yeah. Like it's casual. Yeah. You could die today. You couldn't. It depends on what we want to. Nigga, yeah. Come on, man. No, for sure. When you get in, when, when you live like that on the street level, mm-hmm. when you come to church and somebody says something stupid to you, mm-hmm. you like, <laughs> like nigga, do you? Did, do you like, hear you? Right, right. And they don't know. They don't know. And they have, they have, and they have no clue. <laughs> and and the, and the fact that they and and that dude, the dude mm-hmm, you talking about, mm-hmm. will never know. He'll never know, unless he listens to this. Unless he listens to this and I'm know really it's him. About that Christian life, nigga, because I was gonna run up on you. No, straight crowbar to his knees, bro. But then God was like, nope, and you're going to intercede for him, and you're going to forgive him, and you'll never mention a word, nor would you go and tell. Because I could be like, all right, I ain't going to say nothing to him, but I'm going to tell everybody right, else. Right, exactly. God said, don't you ever speak ill on his name. Because the, the enemy is in that. Yes, he is The enemy it. is in that. So it's now divisive. you can, it's the, and, and the enemy wants to tear the church apart. Hey, hey, and, 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 and in doing so, you would have been selling your offense off to others. Facts. Facts. So now God was like, use this as a teaching moment of what grace looks like, what love looks like, what forgiveness looks like for others. Now people are going to see what it really looks like to be my disciple. And I'm still doing a work in you because your first thought was to, to, to hurt him, to cause him harm. Like, and then you wrestle with that. So God was like, it's something I'm even trying to purify inside of you for where I'm taking you. Hey, so, so um, I stared down the face of a nickel plated deuce point five. Mm. It was for me. It was a Uzi. Yeah, uh, and I'm. I didn't even think Hmm. this was gonna trigger me, but um, uh, me and Miles was walking down the street. We was walking home. It's my younger brother. Mm -hmm. He's in heaven. And uh, this car drives by honking. Boom, 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 boom. So we didn't know if it was people we knew or not. So you know, and it's going. It's zooming past. So Mm -hmm. we turn around. We like, 
who was that? You know what I mean? Right. We keep walking, bro. We cut across the street. And we go down this alley. And that same car swoops up in this alley. Hmm. Your boy pops out. And it's a nickel-plated 25, hmm. which small caliber. But at gunpoint, oh for sure, you're going to die if, like it's a 45. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a sure. desert eagle. Sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, so he, he had the gun in Miles' face. And he's like, what set you from, nigga? It's like, hey, dog, we don't bang. No, nigga, you, when we drove by, you threw up your head. I said, bro, we... Literally threw up our hands. We didn't throw up no signs. You know what I mean? We threw up our hands. So we like, we didn't know who was in the car. And he had had the gun in front of uh, Miles' face. And I stepped in front of Miles. I said, hey, nigga, you got to kill me, cuz. What set you from, nigga? He said, we don't bang, dog. We don't bang. I saw you put up something. You threw up something, nigga. You better tell me now. On the set, nigga, you better. I said. We don't bang, dog. Hmm. And he had that gun like this. And I'll never forget it as long as I live. He said, Nigga, y'all just some kids. The f, f out of here. Y'all just hmm. some kids. Hmm. Just And so we we turned around and walked away. Hmm. Now, three minutes later. The adrenaline kicks in. Mm-hmm. Your heart, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your heart beating through your chest and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. We like, nigga, that's wow, whatever. We get home, my mom meets us at the door. She meets us at the door. Mm-hmm. Tears in her eyes. Are y'all okay? Are y'all okay? Mm-hmm. We like, yeah, mama, we just walked home from school. Cause we weren't gonna tell. Right. The Holy Spirit got me up 90 minutes ago and told me to start interceding for wow. y'all. Are y'all okay? And we burst out crying. Wow. <laughs> wow. I really came from that life, dog. Yeah, straight up. I've been held at knife point wow. by essays. Wow. I shouldn't have ditched third period, but them niggas stuck me. Right. Before I got back to the got back to my class. Wow. So, so. I've been on that side of it. Yep. Yep. So a threat to me, you gotta really let right, me know. Right. What do you mean by right, this? Right, right. You didn't like a sermon and you wanna slap me in the face? Right. Nigga, who are you talking to? <laughs> right. Where are you? What are you uh, talking about? For some reason, man, people get really, really strong through social media. I think it's the most interesting uh thing. And so I've learned to just let it ride. But I'd be looking like, bruh, if I was in an auditorium right now, you wouldn't say a, you wouldn't say a word to me. You probably want to come and take a picture after I got done speaking. But you actually on the that thing crazy, bro. But it, it says a lot about the folks. It does, and it, it does. says up and this and it says a lot about me because it still bothers me. And God told me like I need to release you of that. Mm. I need you to be so strong when you see it. It don't even phase you. Yeah. Because my biggest, one of my biggest pet peeves is being misunderstood or somebody takes and twists my words. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. And then I feel like it's ill intent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of them pastors in South Africa, bro. This is my other story real quick. (laughs) Bro, let me tell you something. Get it off your chest, So I just got done ministering in South Africa. (laughs) 
come back home from traveling and I'm trying to time it to get home because I pray with my kids every night before they go to bed. Mm-hmm. I pray with them in story time. So I'm, you know, on Instagram got a story. It's like I'm showing with the driver, like, man, I'm on the way. Can't wait to see Jewel. Kiss my baby before she go to bed. I, I film me kind of walking into the house and then I, I, I film her in her bed sleep. Mm-hmm. And the caption I put, I didn't even say it. The caption was I put, I was just like, damn, I'm pissed. And so I said, man, I'm pissed. I missed my baby girl falling asleep. I didn't get to pray with her. One of the pastors in South Africa, because we got a whole ministry and nonprofit there now, was hating. He took a screenshot and a screen record just when I said I'm pissed. And he was like, this is the pastor from America that y'all keep bringing in to minister our kids. Look at how he talks to his daughter. (gasps) I'm looking like, bruh. This is evil. This is witchcraft. Like, what are you talking about? And so all these people are sending me the screenshots. And I'm like, bro, my man is sick. And so I just got to a point where I was, God was just like, look, folks got insecurities. Yeah, and they then came to South Africa. You didn't do this whole revival. All yeah. the young people that's packed in here every night. Yeah. So now word is spreading, you know what I'm saying, about whatever you preaching and whatever you sharing. I'm like, bro, if you really think... I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing, the pi- piper with your youth. Yeah. You could pull up. Yeah. Bro, if I'm a pastor and I got 85 young people at my church, but they ain't coming, but they coming in here, bro, I'm found the I'm finna pull up, fam, and be like, let me see what my man talking about. That's that, crazy. That, bro. that that's what they that's the that's the thing that I don't think a lot of these people understand. Right. We gotta pull up anointing. Oh, for sure. Like, like I think for sure. I think they. A lot of these people think they can casually say what they say, for and sure. there's no consequence for or sure. repercussion. Right. Um, they just don't know they've been experiencing grace, bro. At the end of the day, that yeah. like, 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 like. I'll, I'll say this last story, and and then we need to pivot because <laughs> because it, 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 I'm glad it came up and out because mm-hmm. I think it needs to bring context. Mm-hmm. Um, to some people but I think it's going to be helpful for some mm-hmm. people as well because mm-hmm. everything ain't about stop having sex mm-hmm. you know what I mean and stop looking at porn mm-hmm. and and stop lying some stuff is about stop being violent mm-hmm. stop being petty mm-hmm. stop gossiping ha- having an attitude stop having an attitude stop being a hater stop being a hater stop <laughs> threatening people you know what I mean <laughs> you, you know so so um uh uh uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, Calvin Brodus, okay, okay, aka Snoop Dogg, okay, tells this story um, about being in uh, New York uh, to shoot a video with Pac, and Nas, Nas rolls up mm. to show love to Pac and to Snoop, and Pac starts talking reckless, and he like, yeah, you know. Uh, you got love for us, or, da, 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 or is there a beef, or da, da, da? and he and and Nas like Nasir Jones, okay, right, right, is like, man, it's all love, like you know what yeah. I mean, Pac. I love you, bro, and well, act like it then when you see me, da, 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 da. and Snoop, who's from Long Beach, yeah. and was about that life, yeah, really about that okay, life. Yeah, yeah. He there's an emotional awareness you have when you grow up on the street, mm-hmm. and Pac is so focused. On Nas, he don't see what Snoop sees. Mm-hmm. Nas got fifty shooters with him. Hmm. Yeah, he like nah, peace king. I ain't even. Yeah, I, I mean, love. It's all like, love. <laughs> Pac still popping off at the mouth. Yeah. 
if Nas gives the word. Right. Right. Yep, you already know. Like, they don't even know Nas let them live that day. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Now, we ain't talking about murdering people and threatening people. Right. Like, 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 to that point. But I just think it's it's incumbent of a, a, upon us to understand and to know that you don't know everybody's background for sure and when you get to yap yap mm -hmm. yapping mm -hmm. you don't know the type of crucifixion some people have to go through mm -hmm. to not to let you be all right today right that part and 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 what they need to realize also before we pivot because i know we need to pivot is they need to realize <clears throat> that we on this receiving end yeah though we process it like this we just like okay we're going we're going to give no grace but when, for somebody to have something ill to say, they see all the fruit you bearing, all the impact, all the expansion, all the growth. Like for them to have an issue with Jesus was a stripper. And it's like, come on, I'm talking about him being stripped of his divinity. Like, come on now, y'all out here wilding. Yeah. Like, bro, that's, but bro, that's in a, in a sense, that's evil. Yeah. Because they feel threatened by, bro, for my man to screenshot and crop that little segment yeah. and say he speaks his way over his daughter, it's yeah, like, yeah. bro, that's evil. It's out of context. Right, for sure. It, that, and, that's out of context. Intentional. Intentionally out of context. And so now you're being used by the enemy yeah. and you don't even really know it because of your insecurity. Yeah, absolutely. It's sick. Yeah. And so God is like, but what you going to do about it? Can you love him and keep him moving? And Jeremy Jermaine, I need you to get to a point where it doesn't wreck your day and you don't get pissed off. I yeah. need you to see it, smell it. I don't like that, but keep it moving. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dude, okay, 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 okay. So uh, I got to grow in that area. All right, so, 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 all right, this analogy, as soon as you said, see it, smell it, bro. Mm -hmm. So he, we, we are all on a journey, mm -hmm. right? We're all on a journey. And, and here's what the Holy Spirit just dropped in my mind as soon as you said that. When I go to, when I go to um, the first time I went to uh, Australia, uh, which was my longest trip mm -hmm. um, up until that time, um, the first time I went to Australia, uh, I became um, incredibly aware of one thing hmm. on that flight. No human can hold their gas <laughs> for 17 hours. Right, right, right. That Qantas flight from DFW to 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 Sydney. Yeah, here's the here is and my takeaway. You let it slip, but you praying here. It stays is right here in my takeaway. <laughs> the takeaway is no one can hold their gas. Come on, for seventeen hours Come straight. On. Facts, especially when they feeding you three meals. Oh, listen. So the silent but deadlies. Yeah. In that tube, yeah, yeah, <laughs> at that altitude, yeah, yeah, okay, is so it's enhanced the it, higher up. Oh, nigga, it hits different. You hear me? It hits different. Okay, yeah. Now, why do I say this? I'm smelling people's gas. I don't want to smell. Right. But let me not act like I didn't poop. Come on, bro. Facts. I'm, it may not have been as rank as what your what you let <laughs> right, out, right? 
But I can't act like I wasn't pooting. That just means you ate something different from me. That's exactly yeah. right. You know it what I'm like saying? like my bowels or intestines is better than yours. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. You just keep putting in inflammatory <laughs> stuff in your... And so yours is coming out nuclear. Mine's coming out mild. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I have pico de gallo. Uh, you yeah. have a Diablo oh, hot pepper. Some chili paste. <laughs> you had some chili paste in that thing, boy. You had a jalapenos oh, inside man. of a habanero. habanero you feel me? <laughs> Stuff with cheese. So, so yeah. to your point, we we're all flawed. Mm-hmm. I just think some of us are more comfortable with those flaws than others, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, Which absolutely. makes it when 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 you're aware of yours, you have grace for others. Mm-hmm. When you're blind to yours, mm-hmm. mm. you judge others. Absolutely, absolutely. That's good. And you know this podcast. This podcast glories in weaknesses. Hmm. Facts. It doesn't glory in strength. Mm-mm. This this whole podcast mm-hmm. is about cross pollinating with 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 other people mm-hmm. in the tube, mm-hmm. Putin mm-hmm. to their destination. Mm. <laughs> Everybody just a farting and a Putin right, and a right, sharting right, right. to their destination. Right. Okay, but it don't have to be in their seat. Hmm. It doesn't have to be on others. There's a place to eliminate. Mm-hmm. 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 All that gas is an indication that there needs to be an elimination. Facts. That's a fact. And there's a place for elimination. Mm-hmm. But but this this pot is about it is a is about people that glory in their weaknesses. That's what Paul said. Yeah, for sure. I'm a I boast all them. I'm all the more gladly. That's right. <laughs> I boast in my weaknesses. And he was like, I could brag about how strong I am and. All the dope things I've done and everything else, how awesome Cause I, I did. am. Because I did. And I wouldn't I did. be lying. Listen. And I wouldn't be wrong. Hey, 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 <laughs> He was hey, like, hey, then I wouldn't be wrong hey, to do it. It's too good, fam. It's yeah, too yeah, good. Yeah, Let yeah. me go ahead and read that real quick before, oh, before Paul, we move on. Dog, Bro, man. dude, that is a, when I tell you that's a whole thing. Yeah. Ooh, and it's it really starts from 11. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to read it all. Oh, no, hold on. It's too good. It's too good. Your boy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let me just read this real quick. Yeah, Story yeah, time yeah. real quick, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to start from 11. This is 2 Corinthians 11, starting at the 16th verse. Man, I could start from the... <laughs> right, right. Man, this whole thing is just... Right. It's just too good. Oh. Oh. <laughs> all right, now, let, 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 okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me start from 11. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. I, I hope I hope you will put up with me a little bit uh, more. I hope you will put up with a little bit more of my foolishness. It's N-O-T. Please bear with me, for I am jealous for you with the jealousy of God himself. I promise you as a pure bride to one husband, Christ. But I fear that somehow your pure and undivided devotion to Christ will be corrupted just as Eve was deceived by the cunning ways of the serpent. You happily put up with whatever anyone tells you even if they preach a different Jesus than the one we preach or a different kind of spirit than the one you received or a different kind of gospel than the one you believed. But I don't consider myself inferior in any way or uh, in any way to these super apostles who teach us things. I may be unskilled as a speaker, but I'm not lacking in knowledge. Mm. Uh, We have this clear. uh, We have made this clear to you with every in every possible way. Was I Wrong when I humbled myself and honored you by preaching God's good news to you without expecting anything in return. Mm. I robbed other churches by accepting their contributions so I could serve you at no cost, mm. which we do. 
Mm. And when I was with you, I didn't have enough to live on. Uh, and when I was with you and didn't have enough to live on, I did not become a financial burden to anyone. For the brothers who came from Macedonia, PayPal, Cash App, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, brought me all that I needed. I have never been a burden to you and I never will be. As surely as the truth of Christ is in me, no one in all of Greece will ever stop me from boasting about this. Why? Because I don't love you. God knows that I do. But I will continue doing what I have always done. This will undercut those who are looking for an opportunity to boast that their work is just like ours. Mm. These people are false prophets. They are deceitful workers who disguise themselves as apostles of Christ. But I am not surprised. Even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no wonder that his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. In the end, they will get the punishment their wicked deeds deserve. Again, I say, mm. don't think that I am... I'm a fool to talk like this but even if you do listen to me as if you would to a foolish person while i also boast a little hmm. such boasting is not from the lord but i am acting like a fool and since others boast about their human achievements i will too after all you think you are so wise but you are putting up with fools you put up with them you put up with it when someone enslaves you, takes you, takes everything you have, takes advantage of you, takes control of everything, and slaps you in the face. I'm ashamed to say that we've been too weak to do that. Mm. But whatever they dare to boast about, I'm talking like a fool again, I dare to boast about it too. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. So are they servants of Christ? I know I sound like a madman, but I have served him far more. Mm. I have worked harder, been put in prison more often, been whipped times without number, and faced death again and again. Five different times the Jewish leaders gave me 39 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. Once I, was, once I spent a whole night and day adrift at sea. I have traveled on many long journeys. I have faced danger from rivers and from robbers. I have faced danger from my own people, the Jews, as well as from the Gentiles. I have faced danger in the cities, in the deserts, and on the seas. And I have faced danger from men who claim to be believers but are not. I have worked hard and long, enduring many sleepless nights. I have been hungry and thirsty and have often gone without food. I have shivered in the cold. Uh, without enough clothing to keep me warm. Then, besides all of this, I have the daily burden of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak without my feeling their weakness? Who is led astray and I don't burn with anger? If I must boast, I would rather boast about the things that show how weak I am. Mm. God, the father of our Lord Jesus, who is worthy of eternal praise, knows that I'm not lying. When I was in Damascus, the governor under King Aretas uh, kept guards at the city gates to catch me. I had to be lowered in a basket through a window in the city wall to escape from him. This mm. boasting will do no good, 12 and 1. This boasting would do no good, but I must go on. I will reluctantly tell you about visions and revelations from the Lord. I was caught up to the third heaven 14 years ago. Mm. Whether I was in the body or out of the body, I don't know. Mm. Only God knows. Yes, only God knows whether I was in the, in the body or outside my body. But I do not. Uh, but I do know that I was caught up to paradise and heard things so astounding that they cannot be expressed in words, things no human is allowed to tell. That experience is worth boasting about, but I'm not going to do it. I will boast only about my weaknesses. If I wanted to boast, I would be no fool in doing so because I would be telling the truth. 
but I won't do it because I don't want anyone to give me credit beyond what they can see in my life or hear in my message, even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God. So to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my Come flesh, on, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now. I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Am strong. Bro, let me tell you something. That, that right there, 11 and 12, is what's gotten me, you know, um, through my journey. Like when Paul says, I've been beat, shipwrecked, faced angry mobs, worked to exhaustion, endured sleepless nights, gone without food. They call us imposters even though we're well known. Like when he when he goes and breaks that down, yeah, bro. I'm just like, okay, what am I? I ain't never been shipwrecked. I ain't had a Uzi put to my head. Yeah. I've been robbed, like, but I ain't never yeah. like been shipwrecked. Yeah. I ain't never gone without food. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We ain't been persecuted. Like, persecuted? Yeah. So I'm just like, so what's a mush in the forehead? Yeah, exactly. Or what's somebody on Instagram? That's right. Right. And so when he says, like, you know what I'm saying, my strength is made perfect in your weakness, like, God has given me a thorn in my side. Man, it's crazy because, you know, there was a season, bro, when I thought uh, my wife was a thorn. Mm. I thought I thought my wife was a thorn. Uh, my wife, Tracy, of 13 years now. Let's go. I just, I thought she was a thorn in my side. I realize now she's the rose mm. that God gave me. Yes, sir. Um, but all roses come with thorns. Yep. And, um, man, we just, our journey, I think I've grown the most as a man and as a Christian for my wife. Wow. Just because of what I've had to become in yes, order sir. for it to work. Yes, sir. You know so we could, if I could just kind of testify about that, since Please. we're talking about boasting about our weaknesses. Yeah, like for that sure. That thing has been, it's been hard and it is, it is fortified something even stronger in me. Yeah. Um, as painful as it's been, you know, I've seen how God has just been doing a work inside of me. Yeah. And um, you know, all of these years as I've been growing in my marriage, I've been, you know, because I'm one way and my wife's completely the opposite. Yeah. And it's just and it's just heartbreaking. And we're trying to get on the same path and we've been seeing every marriage counselor and I've just been like, look, you ain't dead, I ain't dead. We said till death do us part. Like, we're going to have to make this thing yes, work. Sir. But it's purified and strengthened something inside me. Yep. And I and God had to grow me up because I was on some little boy stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was just like, when it came to, like, sex, making love, intimate times, like, oh, you tired? Oh, okay, well, if I wash the dishes and if I do this and I do that, now you got some more energy. Yeah. And so when that wasn't the case, I would start having resentment. Mm. And God was just like, how about you How about you do it because it just needs to be done. Right, right? that don't, part. Don't go for some poo-poo because yeah, it's yeah. just an exchange. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. ain't no difference in that than somebody just cashing out somebody. You know what I'm saying? So That's God right. was like, just do it that way. So I was like, okay, I'll just do it and expect nothing in return. Just let me get a thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have yeah, for yeah. much. Yeah, just let yeah, me yeah, get yeah, up. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. I see you, my yeah, boy. Yeah, like, exactly. That's for it. Sure, for and so sure. when I wouldn't get do that, God yeah. was like, bro, you still doing it for her approval. Mm. Do it for me. Mm. And so I had to like grow through that thing where yeah. I began to do things and then say, okay, you know what I'm saying? As long as God is good with it, like I'm good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like he began to grow me and stretch me and mature me. And so I remember one time when she was working, 
Before she quit her job, I sent a big old bouquet of flowers to her job. Probably spent like two, three hundred. I'm talking about a big old stupid bouquet. Yeah. And she came home and I was like, boo, you get the flowers. And she was looking pissed. Like, yeah, yeah. I had given the flowers <laughs> to somebody else. And I was just like, boo, you see the flowers? She was like, yeah, I got the flowers. I was like, well, what you think? She was like, I think you still don't know me. I was wow. like, hmm? I was like, help me understand. She was just like, I just wish you knew me. I was like, boo, I do know you. She was like, you don't know me. She was like, let me tell you something. You, you pay, how much you pay for the flowers? I was like, boo, I, I do anything. How much did you pay for the flowers? You can't put a price point on my love. How much did you pay for the flowers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, maybe 260. She was like, if you knew me, you knew I wouldn't want you to spend that much. All I could think about was how much you spent on these flowers. And she was like, and then people kept stopping by my office. I couldn't even get work done because everybody's talking about how beautiful the flowers are. And you know me, I'm private. I'm low key. I don't need a whole bunch of attention right. and all these people just disrupting my whole day. And now I can't manage this office with these six doctors and appointments. She's like, I got a lot of responsibility. That just messed up my whole day. And I remember walking away. And so the enemy is just like, bro, she ungrateful. Right, 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 Any right. Any other woman out yeah, here absolutely. would love to have flowers, yeah, yeah, yeah. would love to have a kind gesture like that. Yeah. And God is like, bro, she's not any other woman. That's right. You got to love her the way she wants That's to be loved. That's absolutely correct. So my girl was like, you, I, I would have rather you, you, you make a personal bouquet for me yep. and maybe spend sixty dollars right. and it's more personal right. in this home where I can enjoy it. Right. And I don't have to share with everyone. Yeah. And so I remember yeah, you, like, you ain't, ain't got to cook still, your wife dinner on IG Live. Right, right. And she in the next room going. Right. When like, is you going to tell right, me? Right, 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 right. <laughs> and so I've just been learning, you know what I'm saying, like over these years to like go on a journey of chasing her heart. Yeah. And, you know, when she was going through a lot of her health challenges, endometriosis, adenomyosis, fibromyalgia, you know, God was like release her of those intimate expectations. Yeah. Because yep. she, she's a shell of herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. depressed. Her yeah. body is failing her. Yeah, yeah. And so I end up going through a nine-month fast Wow. from my wife. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And and what made that so hard is, you know, is I, is I was like, okay, so I'm not only am I going to do this, but I'm not going to have a side piece. Yep. I'm not going to slip back into pornography. Yep. I'm going to keep my heart, my mind, my eyes pure and yep. clean. But it's like I had to crucify the flesh every day. Yeah, for so sure. around that time, I was waking up 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. I now have seasons. Right now, I'm around 4, 4.30. But that time, I was waking up at 3. I'm like, yeah, I need yeah. to saturate me, guys. Yeah, yeah. I walk around with blue walls. I'm struggling. You know <laughs> Absolutely, what I'm saying? Like, for sure. I got resentment in my heart. Yep. And God was like, but still take her on dates. Yeah. Still walk in the park and hold her hand. Yeah. Still send her little notes. Yeah. And expect nothing in return. Yep. And I didn't plan on it being nine months. It just ended up being yeah, nine months. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But God was like, I'm giving birth to something new in y'all's relationship. That's beautiful. And I'm doing something different within you. Yeah. So when I say, bro, like, I've grown so much from adversity. Yeah. Bro, I don't, bro, I don't, I promise you, bro, in my spiritual journey, I don't grow from reading, like, I, I when I first started off and I was a babe in Christ, yeah. I would read books that would affirm me. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. Now I read I, books that challenge yes, me. Books bro. that convict me. Yeah, You know bro. what I'm saying? Like Francis yeah. Chan, that's yeah. my dog, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. He convicts me. Yeah, like, for sure. I need books like that to remind yeah. me, because I, I know how loved I am. I know that nothing I can do can separate me from the love of God. Like, yeah. I understand all of that. Absolutely. I need books that's going to really challenge me. Absolutely, In every bro. place that I've 
grown, I've grown through people that I've had to love and I've had to forgive and my wife who I had to serve yeah. and I feel like I'm not good enough and sometimes I might feel like I'm invisible yeah. and God is like, but I see you, yes, son. Right. You That's know right. what I'm saying? And so yeah. when it's my approval, yeah. going to be good enough. Yes. And so those are the areas in which I've grown over the years to make me the man I am today. Nah, bro, that, that that's so inspiring. And thank you for sharing that because yeah. um, we get a lot of people that that uh, uh, write in and ask us questions about sex and sexuality within a marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and even those that are not married yet and why it's so important to be celibate leading up into marriage. Because right, right. you're training your body as a single person right. to how it's going to respond as a married person. Mm. Right? And if you don't, if, if you're not governing and stewarding that now then if there's an eight month drought mm -hmm. of oh, intimacy sure. in the relationship yeah, for sure you're gonna you're gonna you're, you're gonna make your spouse the excuse for why you went back to this right. which means it was only being held up by that right right and right. that's not the bond that's not a covenant right that's conditions right you, you, you know what i'm saying right you don't sign a uh, making a covenant and signing a mortgage is two different things for sure Making a covenant for sure and signing a contract to buy a car are two different things. For sure. Right? Yeah. This is a mutual agreement between two people as long as you make them payments. And if you don't make them payments, there will be a re there's gonna be a right. repossession, right? Right. But in a covenant, it's, there's no there's no repo. Right. There's no repo man coming. Right. You said that you committed to this. For better or for worse. And you said it in front of God and witnesses. Yes. Yes. I, I, so I, God I, was like, make love to her heart. It's beautiful. Make love to her mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that's what I want you to focus on in this season because she's used to her father yep. not being there for her. Because, mm. you know, a lot of people view God, their father, how they view their earthly father. We just touched on it oh, in a real? Q and a yeah. recently. Yeah. Yes, sir. So my wife's father lived around the corner from her, but was like, I'll be at your game, I'll be at your recital, but like never really showed, wasn't really involved. And then he ended up passing from cancer right when they started to build a relationship. Oh. And so God was like, I I'm trying to show her you know, send my character through you. If you could just be steadfast, if you could be strong enough, long enough, yes, good uh, to get that breakthrough. Yeah, but we've had some phenomenal coaches over the years, and so I tell people all the time, it's just like, man, you got to lean and get the help. That's right, because ain't nobody got all the answers. Like it's, it, you know, saying it can be challenging and very, very, very rewarding. Yep, but it also comes with its challenges. So get the necessary help you need. But that's been a game changer for me, bro. Yeah, man. And so all in all. All in all, I take all of that and I get to a point, bro, where, you know, I'm traveling, I'm speaking, I'm preaching, um, I'm speaking for schools, I'm speaking for corporations, um, I'm building wealth, bro, start other investments, you know, all sorts of stuff, trucking companies, like, bro, we just begin to grow and excel. And right when I got 10 years in the game as a professional speaker, that's when I put together I speak as academy to help other people learn how to, you know what I'm saying, use their voice and their message. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's because it's needed. It's like the enemy wants us quiet. He wants folks silent. He don't want the basement to take place. He don't want the dwellers to continue to come down here and dwell and have these real honest, That's open, right. transparent conversations. That's exactly like right. you don't want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm helping people now like share their message. And God told me two years ago when I first three years ago when I first started it, he said, son, this is really a, a secret 
Discipleship program. That's all it is. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You That's exactly what and it because is. Because I own this sucker, I can pray before and every right. after every Q and A call. Right. All the coaching seminars, yeah. everything we do, God is infusing it, and that's, that's right. how we end up baptizing forty people at last year's conference. Right. On the on the on the rooftop of the Marriott Marquis. That's right. People was just like, bro, I just came to figure out how I can get some corporate <laughs> speaking engagements. Or see, got how I can speak in schools. I'm up here crying, giving my life to Christ. That's right. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? But, but that's what it is because that's it's in us. And because we own it, we can control, you know what I'm saying, what we want to do. All right, so so this is an LLC? Yes. Or like yes. a for-profit. And then we have our nonprofit as well. Yeah, but so yeah, this, this is, is a for-profit, for-profit yep. entity. entity. Um, and you are a believer mm-hmm. that runs this for-profit entity. Yes. Which is why you can do what you want to <laughs> do. What I want to do, absolutely. But you're not labeling it. Right. A Christian right. company, right? It's a company, right? That is actually <laughs> in drenched in Christian morals and values. When you you can't even just when people first get on my two hour workshop that I host like maybe monthly, mm-hmm. and bro, I'm sharing my story, I'm sharing yeah. my faith, I'm sharing yeah. my testimony, what God has done in my life. Yep. So they know like he a man of faith. Yeah. So if you sign up, don't be mad if I pray. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't you know, do that. I, don't be mad when the Holy Ghost show yeah. up because you you don't knew what that. it was when you first met. Exactly. Me. You know I, what I'm I, I told you my intentions up bruh, front. Yeah, bruh. yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. Pe- I'm telling people like because I used to have ministers back in the day say slick stuff like, "Oh, Jeremy used to preach the gospel, but now that he's charging, you know, what I'm saying twenty, thirty grand, I'm like, bro, actually, this company's now they pay me forty, fifty grand." Why are you playing with it? You know what I'm saying? But they be feeling like, oh, well, Jeremy think he he don't preach the gospel no more. I'm like, brother, gospel is infused all in me. When I got grown Caucasian men come to me after my presentation and say, bro, I'm going to be a better husband because of your speech. That part. Like, what are you talking about, the bro? Fruit, it's all fam. ministry. It's all ministry. But they don't see that, though. They, their ministry is confined to them four walls. You know what I'm saying? And that praise and glory that they get there. And I'm like, God taking me global. You know what I'm saying? God has blessed me with a global word and a global impact. So now we got almost 2,000 people, world changers. You know what I'm saying? So now there's an engagement because I value my time, bro. People don't pay me uh, for my speech, my message. I done spoke spoke more times for free than I speak to get paid, bro. You know what I'm saying? You pay me to leave my family now. And I don't feel bad about certain engagements I don't take because I got 1,800 speakers who I've trained and coached and mentored, and I can give them those opportunities. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, bro, it's different, man. And so I'm looking at what God is doing through my family, and it's absolutely mind-blowing that he'll take a knucklehead like me, a wretch like me, you know what I'm saying, and use me, um, use me, man, in this way. So that's why I I boast on my my weaknesses and my struggles and, you know what I'm saying, those things I had to figure out and had to work through because, you know, I'm human just like anybody else. Bro. Let me tell you something. I'm so giddy right now <laughs> with everything you said. I'm trying to find this. Um, oh man, I, I have all these scriptures in my head, and and then the address, the addresses be eluding me. The location, I, yeah, the location. I'm like, where are you at? I, yeah, yeah. I thought, it's about to come to you. It's about to come to me. I I know exactly what to put in. Yeah, but bro, I, when I while you look that up, yeah, like, I look at now, man. You know, what I'm saying the 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 group of people and the ministry that's taking place. You know, what I'm saying the husbands that are now better husbands, the wives in our community that's better wives. Like I'm seeing, 
you know, the uh, people be like, yo, I signed up for this program, not just for the training, but I need to be connected with other like-minded. That's right. You know what I'm saying? People, bro. I got Facts. members in our community texting me like, how can I cover you and your family? Yep. I'm thinking like, bro, this is like, this. I feel like this almost on some seminary stuff. You yep. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because it's like, whether you want to preach and learn how to preach and work in churches or corporate or schools or whatever organization, like we're going to show you how to, to do that. And that's my passion now. So my, my legacy will not be Jeremy was one of the best evangelist preachers motivational speakers of the world it would be like nah Jeremy has trained and helped and equipped you know what I'm saying tens of thousands of other people to go out here and use their message to use their voice to use their testimony to expose the enemy and glorify God Bro, I can listen to you talk all day. You yeah, do not, you, you do understand that, right? My voice ain't like your voice, though. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So I got to read you this. You got the word. Let's go. Because because here's the thing. Um, there's just so many people that think if you start a business and make money that you have somehow disavowed your fidelity to the oh gospel god. message. Oh my god, I got so much to say. Give me, hand me that scripture, yep. and if you will allow me. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. So, so I need another hour for the record. <laughs> I will take that long. No, no, no. Yeah, so, come on. so, so, bro. So this is this is this is something Jesus says, uh, and then take off wherever yeah, you yeah. want to go. I, I, I just what the word say. The word says they this. Y'all basement dwellers, y'all got to eat the book, man. Bruh. This bread is they know, so they good. They know. They, they know. If all you, right, right, the dwellers right. know, The dwellers bro. know. They already, the we new got, folks. Yeah, yeah. The new folks. Yeah, the that new folks. good. Yeah, the new that's folks. That's that sourdough. That's that Hawaiian yeah, bread. Yeah. Life right there. <laughs> Come on. That's the sweet Hawaiian, Hawaiian bread. Oh, life, man. I love it. You ever made a peanut butter and jelly with the Hawaiian bread? I only do mine on sourdough. Oh 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 oh! Try oh. the Hawaiian bread, sliced though. You oh. know the Hawaiian bread; they, it's not just the buns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just but I got. But 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 then I gotta hit you back with something. Okay. Here's my volley. Okay. My volley is uh-huh. a peanut butter and jelly uh-huh. on sourdough, uh-huh. fried. You, I was about to say you not you not talking about toasting it. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about toasting it. You talking about in the like it's in a the grilled skillet, bro? With in the butter, the, yes. Hey, dude. All right, he just one up me. Hey, y- you'll never have a regular PB&J again. Great. As long as you live on life. It, like, you won't do it. You ruined my life. My kids are bougie enough. They're wrecked now. Oh. <laughs> They're wrecked. Jackson's I'm, like, cut off the edges. Uh, but if I put that sucker in a skillet, oh, my. And we put the little vegan butter in there. <laughs> and then throw the, and then jellies on one. And then the peanut butter's on. Come and on, then the bro. peanut butter's already creamy. And so it, the heat just. Yes, melts. Oh! Yeah. All right, all right. For John didn't spend his time eating and drinking. This is what Jesus is saying, right? For John didn't spend his time eating and drinking, and you say he's possessed by a demon. The son of man, Hmm. talking about himself, on the other hand, feasts and drinks, and you say he's a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of tax collectors and other sinners. Hmm. But wisdom is proven Wisdom is shown to be right by its results. Hmm. <laughs> Here's what Jesus is saying. Yeah, yeah. You see this person mm-hmm. not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And you said he had a demon. Hmm. You see me doing a lot. <laughs> and you say I hang around with sinners. Right. 
But wisdom is proven to be right by its result. Per, can you take into consideration that what you looking at right now, you may not have the full perspective of? Come on. And it might take a little time mm -hmm. before you really know mm -hmm. if that's a move of God or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Before you write it off mm -hmm. and say, oh, the Lord can't be a part of that. Before you write it off. <laughs> scripture says wisdom, wisdom is proven right by the results. Yeah, facts. If 40 people on the top floor of the Marriott is Voluntarily, voluntarily, jumping in a swimming pool, right, to get baptized, right, at the end of a coaching session, <laughs> right. Maybe just maybe, right. You don't have all the facts, right, right. God is completely, completely in that thing. Now, please and, tell me what you was about to tell me. So, about so. This so, money. so so I, I, <laughs> I so I struggled um, financially for years because I didn't really understand the word. Mm -hmm. You know, I would read things like you know God owns all the cattle on a thousand hills, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And and I, I would just hear that, you know, what I'm saying and 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 all the abundance we're supposed to walking on streets of gold. And I used to kind of take on that old uh, Christian energy spirit, like, yeah. oh well, as long as I just have this, then I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like. Okay, and I remember one time when I was leading our youth outreach team, and the church was like, yo, go bless the community. We the people of God. We got them. So, bro, we knocking on doors, and we met a bunch of uh, single moms that was like, I need this, I need that, I need this. I need. So we got a whole list. We like, we got you. We around the corner. We about to, we about to sow into you. We love you. Yeah. We don't expect nothing in return. You ain't even got to pull up. This yeah. is on God's, on yeah. behalf of God. Yeah. Bro, I go back to the church. The church was like, Oh, we ain't know y'all was gonna do it like that. They was like, we, we, we ain't got the budget. They was like, um, here's a list of services that the city can offer. And bro, I, when I was livid, cause I'm like, yo, I went to these people and boasted so big on God, and I was, and I'm tired of hearing church folk with all this faith and all this anointing, and everybody wants speaking tongues, but everybody broke. Bro, so, bro I was. I was pissed and I remember I remember being angry and talking to God and God was like bro you should be mad at you he said stop saying my church broke Negro you broke he was like how you know I don't want you to be the one to bless him he said son whenever somebody go through financial issues you be quick to pray for them how about you start praying how big of a check to write God was like I want you to be wealthy he was like, you got a heart like this, bro. I want you to be able to put kids through college. So I've been pursuing that, bro. That always grateful, never settle. I'm like, yo, let me get all of that. Give I'm me all Elon of Elon Musk. I'm seeing all these people that are super wealthy and they don't know God. Right. They don't love God. Right. I'm like, yo, that's a problem. Yep. People think, oh, what the Bible says, the, yes, the love of money. Yep. You cannot choose. You got to choose God or mammon. That's you can't right. choose both. That's right. Right. It's like when you put that before God, that's, right. that's the problem. Absolutely But correct. we're going to be walking on streets of gold. Yeah, what are we talking about? What are we talking he about? Owns every Everything. That's he right. made the minerals. That's he right. He made the gold. Like, That's right. So, so he made the diamonds. I'm That's like, right. so what are we even saying here? That's so right. I'm on some kingdom mindset stuff, bro. That's why we put 40 kids through college last, right. last year in South Africa. 
You feel me? 40 kids in college and stuff. We feed a thousand people every single week in Cape Town, South Africa, That's in the Cape about. Flats. Yes, sir. So I'm like, I need them corporate checks. That's I right. I need them big opportunities. Because yes. I'm a sow a seed. That's exactly I'm right. I'm going to go out here and bless God's people. That's exactly right. Because I used to be on the receiving end. Yep. And then I was on the one saying, hey, this is what God want to do for you. Church, what you got? God says, son, you the church. Stop saying my church is broke. Son, you broke. Mm. And so that God gave me that word nine years ago and was like, go get it. You know what I'm saying? He was like, before you was chasing money so that you can look cool. Bro, y'all see, bro, I'm the t-shirt and jeans every day, bro. God is like, bro, I need you now to go out here and get the bag so you can bless some people and you can change some lives. And you can experience and live the life that you're supposed to live on earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. God is like, son, come on, bro. Don't, don't miss me with the, oh, I'm going to just try to make it over and get there. God's like, I want you to experience this now. That's right, right now. And so that's the energy I've been on, bro, humbly. Yeah. And I'm just like, God, just let me know what's possible. Yeah. And he's like, as long as you keep your heart pure, as long as you stay in line with me, I will bless you with what I can trust Oh, absolutely. You with. I get that back, bro. Facts. Like that, <laughs> it's non-negotiable. For sure. The price is what what the price yep. is, Facts. right? And Facts. thank you, Fat Joe. You, today's oh. price ain't gonna be yesterday's price. <laughs> for sure. If the market value changes, for sure. You know what I'm saying? For if sure. If the market value changes, there is no homie hookup. For sure. Pay the new price. For sure. Huh? Inflation's a thing. For sure. <laughs> Gas is a thing. For sure. Costs are a thing. Mr. Noah. Children. What's up, baby? Yeah. You're done with your work. Good job. Um, we're we're about to wrap up in a minute. So soon as we wrap up, I, I want to see all the progress, okay? I love you and I'm Sorry proud of too. you. Super proud of you. Bro, I'm telling you, man. Can I just say I love I love the dynamic here. This like a real home. It's like real family. Yeah, bro. Y'all got the relationship. He like, bump this podcast, dad. I'm done with my work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Thumbs yeah, yeah. Up, no, I, I love, love it. Hey, Beautiful, dude, bro. This, I, 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 like in my mind's eye, you know, we had a, a, a studio that we go to. And if we never, if we ever need to go back to it, we can. Right, it's right, there. right. Um, but like I'm Cosby show vibes here. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's like and it's refreshing. Discipleship and mentorship yeah. takes proximity. Yep. Takes time. Yep. And it takes money. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And if you're not willing to give those three things up, yep. you're not gonna disciple very well. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Uh like you talked about taking uh the next gen with you to Australia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Let mm -hmm. them you let them be exposed to it. Mm -hmm. 22 years younger than you, fam. Yes. Dude, let me tell you something. <laughs> Dwellers, you need to know how much I love you. Yeah. I'm, I'm 48 this year. I'm two clicks from being 50. Mm. I'm trying to give you game mm -hmm. so that at 25, you know Come on. what I know Come on. at 48. Come on, stop playing. And you can go beyond me, faster than me. Be more exposed than me. Learn how to deal with money better. Mm -hmm. We all learn this along the way. Mm -hmm. To be able to turn it, turn turn around and give it back to a 24-year-old who wants the knowledge. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about this platform mm -hmm. is ain't nobody gonna fool with mm -hmm. fool with us if you don't really right, want right, this. Right, right, if you don't want this work, ain't nobody listen. Don't come down to the basement. Facts. Take your all the way up to the 100th floor. Because mm -hmm. you don't want to be down here with me. Because mm -hmm. you're gonna have to grow up. Yeah. And you're gonna have to take some things, and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to deal with the tension yeah. of some stuff you don't like. I don't like everything Tim says. I don't like the way I don't like everything. I don't like the way Tim does everything or he says everything. All right, and I didn't like everything that Natalie does as my personal trainer. Hmm. 
<laughs> I don't like that shoulder exercise right. that go out like this. Right. right. I want to do something that's more comfortable. Mm -hmm. She got me out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I don't like every movement she has me do, but mm -hmm. I do them. Yep. Because you want to grow. Because you want to grow. And you're willing to endure the pain. Yeah. And face whatever's Absolutely. coming your way. Absolutely. Hmm. Hey, I don't. This is this might be a prophetic word for somebody, or, or might might be a word of knowledge. Uh, but 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 a lot of y'all that's ready to uh, step step away from your spiritual mentors, your spiritual fathers, uh, you need to you need to check yourself real quick. Cause they they ain't being harsh to you. You've just never you've just never had nobody correct you. Everybody been telling you you great your whole life, and now Simon Cowell is your mentor, and you think he's mean. Mm. No, he just knows good music. He knows he he knows a good voice when he hears it. You need to do more. You need to get back in the lab and get some more practice in. So so some of y'all some of y'all don't need to walk away from your mentors. You don't need to walk away from your spiritual father. You ain't being abused. All of y'all ain't being abused. You ain't all being mistreated. Some of y'all are just being held to a higher standard and you don't know how to deal with it because you've never been inconvenienced with discipline. Mm. You've never had to really deal with. Somebody that's going to be in your face. So. Hmm. The inconvenience of discipline. It's the inconvenience of discipline. Story of my life. Listen, I'm going to give y'all one more. Oh and then we're going to eat. Because I just think it's time to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm going to hit y'all off with Hebrews real quick. Hmm. And you better be happy I'm reading it from NLT on this one. <laughs> right. If I was reading this from a. Uh, KJV. The KJV cut deep, boy. Oh, y'all would be so mad with me right now. Right. But let me hit you with this real quick. Um, I'm going to start from verse number five. And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. Hmm. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Who ever heard of a child who is never disciplined by his father? I have. Mm. Those niggas are rogue. Mm -hmm. Okay. If God doesn't discipline you as he does all his children, it means that you are illegitimate and not really his children at all. Mm. King James says, bastard. Mm. Uh, since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, Shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of our father, to the father of our spirits and live forever for our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us. So we might share in his holiness. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. So take a new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees. Mark out a straight path for your feet so that those who are weak and lame will not fall but become strong. Mm. If you got if, if if you got anybody in your life and they never correct you, I'm telling you right now, you're illegitimate. Mm. I'm not going to keep saying bastard cuz it's cuz <laughs> y'all we're going to give you the NLT yeah, We're going to give you the NLT version For you think I'm calling you out your name But but there's a lot of people out here without a spiritual covering mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nobody can check them mm -hmm. I'm 48 this year mm -hmm. And I still can get checked Oh for sure For sure Charles Edward Ross can check me Robert Morris can check me Jerome Lewis can check me I got people that can still check Rex. me And that, those are just like the spiritual fathers and the mentors I ain't even talking about 
Preston Morris and Corey Miller. I ain't, I ain't talking about right, Jeremy yeah, Anderson yeah. that can be like, hey, bro, what was that clip about? Mm-hmm. That was a little out of pocket. What you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, this is a newer relationship, mm-hmm. and he already has that. Mm-hmm. That right. Mm-hmm. To let me know, because we're iron and sharpen iron. Yep. We got to make sure that we on the level. And so, I don't know who that's for, but some of y'all need to go thank you for the spanking you just got. Facts. And and can I add this here? Please. And you probably should repent, because when there was people in your life that tried to give you direction and checked you, you took offense to that's it. That's right. You pushed them away. That's right. And so now they're like, well, I ain't saying nothing else to you. Fam, I got family members. I'm like, I'm not going to be the bad guy every time. So you just keep wrecking your life, and I, I'm going to keep my opinion to myself. Hey, there, there's there, there, there's a, the list ain't big, but there's some people that I used to mentor. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but this is like, well, again, we not, we, it's too many people that need these pearls. Bruh. to be casting them. I'm not about to. Yeah. You don't, if you don't want to listen to what I say, because I'm not being a dictator. Right. I'm not trying to control your life. Right. But if you call me your mentor and I tell you to do something, you don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You wasting my time and yours. Yeah. Nobody got time for that. Go Tomorrow find somebody promise. whose words you respect. Yeah. It clearly ain't mine. Facts. Dang. But if I, I tell you to do something, I have it on good merit. Right. That right. it's going to work. Right. I've been bearing fruit. So it ain't like you don't know if you can trust me. Yeah. <laughs> track, yeah. The track record speaks for itself. Yeah. I do this for a living. Yeah. Bro, I got I got people in my life that try to safeguard me. I know one of my homeboys, Dr. Todd Douglas. Shout out to Todd, man. He's out at Cal. Um, he's like director over a whole bunch of deep stuff when it comes to diversity and inclusion with the athletes. Yep. But my man was just like, when I had my first or second trip to Australia. My first one, my wife went. Mm-hmm. The second one, she was like, that's a long flight. I'm going to sit out on this one. So mm-hmm. she had my assistant, Ebony, go. That's like a really close friend to her. So my boy Todd was like, bro, Ebony's going to Australia with you? I was like, yeah. The optics. He was like, bro, let's let's pray on it. I was like, pray on what? Yeah. I was like, bro, bro I'm not, ain't nobody tripping on Eb. Like, I ain't. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was just like, let me tell you something, bro. I love you too much. He was like, y'all are creating memories. Yeah. He was like, I get it. Yeah. He was just like, I just still want to pray. Yeah. Because the enemy would love yeah, for yeah. one little small Yeah, yeah, thing. for sure, and I, bro. And I, and I took it. I was like, bro, you, do you think I would? No. But he was just like, Mm-mm, It ain't no. even about that. He was just like, but I'm just here as a covering, and I need to tell you to be aware. That's right. Because you never know how someone on the receiving end is receiving a trip. Like, he could have that conversation with me, That's though, right. That's right. Because I trust him and he trusts me. That's right. And he's like, I just want to make sure you're aware. Right. Do your thing. Yeah. But just the enemy hates you. Yes, sir. Just don't go to Australia thinking, just know the enemy hates you. That's right. And will do whatever he can to rip what you've been building apart. Absolutely. And so I I had people in my life throughout my whole life, especially since I had my conversion 13 years ago. Yeah. That's been instrumental in challenging me and checking me and correcting me and directing me. And my wife, she stopped saying it now, but she used to say, man, you're something like you're always getting advice from, from people. And I said, boo, the word of God says there's safety in a, in multitude. a multitude of counsel. Multitude. Buku people. Multitude. And I was just like, babe, think about the men and a few women that I sit at the feet of. Mama Pat, my spiritual mom who took me into the ministry, I was just like, I lean on them because I don't want to. Yeah. 
How you think we made it this long? That's you should exactly lift up right. your hands and that's praise exa- God. That's exactly right. I got right. people like that's that in my exactly corner. That's exactly right. not telling me some dodo that's stuff. Exactly you may be glad right. I ain't calling some of the homies that's that I was running bro. nightclubs with to get advice from them. Exactly, You know man. what I'm saying? That's true, bro. That's yeah. true. I'll I, call them and have conversations about the real stuff I'm dealing with, but right. I'm not going to necessarily call you and ask for you advice. Yeah, exactly. In this relationship, you coming to me. That's but right. But I got a group of people that I'm that's going right. to get some intel Always. from when I need correction. Always, And that's man. how we grow. Yeah. Hey, bro, I... I um. Uh, what you just said about the whole uh, Australia thing uh, with the admin. I was leaving a conference one day and uh, my homie, uh, who I will uh, not name, uh, but just a dope, dope woman of God. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also one of the conference speakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, right when I was leaving, whatever ride she was supposed to have, mm-hmm. And this is before the advent of mm-hmm. Uber, Uber and all that right, kind of right, stuff. Right. Whatever ride she was supposed to have left. Mm. She needs to get to the hotel so she get to the airport. He was like, I'll give you a ride. <laughs> You're such a dork. You're such a dork. Come kiss his ride, can, girl. can you drive stick? <laughs> so, you remember Boys in the Hood? <laughs> I think so. If oh, you teach me. Right, okay. Right. Anyway. We back. Yeah. Um, uh, so, um, so that my good wouldn't even be, be evil spoken mm-hmm. of, I said I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you to your hotel, um, but we're gonna do it uh, taxi. Mm-hmm. So you will get in uh, backseat passenger side. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm driving. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just optics for sure. Now, somebody could say, "Well, yeah, she could have jumped in the backseat, and then y'all could have went to the hotel, and you know." Had a rendezvous, but we didn't. Right. So <laughs> you right. know what I mean. And it's a hotel of uh, of that I frequent a lot, and the people knew me. And I said, I'm dropping off my friend. Mm-hmm. There's ways to maneuver. Mm-hmm. Wise as a For sure. You know what I mean. Yeah. Gentle as a dove. And yeah, yeah an international trip with a woman that ain't your wife. That's just a lot for somebody to have on they mm-hmm. on they conscience. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And I would not, and I took slight offense because I was just like, "Do you see something in me?" He Mm-mm. was like, "No, Mm-mm. I see something in the enemy." That's right. And he was just like, "I'm just making you alert." Yeah, absolutely. Go do your thing. Yeah, absolutely. God be with you. Yeah, absolutely. But just know I'm praying. Yeah, absolutely. Let's pray right now. I was like, "This is weird, <laughs> but bad." But yeah. I walked away like, "Yo." Cause my male, his energy was like not on my watch. Yeah, bro. And that's what he loves me. you. He loves me. He loves you. He loves me. Yeah, bro. And that's I, what's got me to where I am in life, man. I was at a church, uh, talking talking to a girl after service. Um, uh, she was just like breaking down a life situation, mm-hmm. and they were shutting off lights. Hmm. Now the same place we were when we started the conversation, all the lights were on and there was people around. <laughs> The way the pro- the conversation progressed, now nobody else is in this area that we in, and they just shut the lights off. Mm. Nothing changed. Turn the lights down. Low. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. There was nothing that changed in me. Right. The optics just changed. For sure. For sure. And if somebody walks back in now, for sure. Oh, Tim off in the cut. Mm-hmm. In the dark, mm-hmm. talking to some chick. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's not the way it started. But the right. optics can change, and if the optics change, I need to change. Right. Facts. So as soon as them lights went off, I, I was cool when everybody left, but the lights were still on. As soon as the lights went off, I said, hey, let's go to the lobby. 
Fact. Let's just finish this conversation in the lobby. Yeah. We walked to the lobby and it was all good. But that's the kind of for sure. Those are the thoughts we gotta have, man. We because playing spiritual chess, we bro. playing this chess. Checkers. This ain't checkers. checkers. God yeah. don't play checkers, and neither does Satan. Oh, listen. So, yeah, bro. Okay, you coming back? So we ain't going. We ain't got to do no three hour pod. You coming back? Yeah. Um, sooner than later, because Lord have mercy on my whole soul. This is. I just need you in my life. Yeah, selfishly, I'm just for in. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the dwellers need you too. And um, make sure we have all his links. Uh, um. To everything that you're doing because if you want to grow as a speaker if you want to let me tell you something your calling to speak does not have to always end in a pulpit hmm. there are eight billion people on, in this world come on that need to be loved inspired motivated challenged and you may have a grace to do so and you may have an oratorical gift you may have the gift of communication and perhaps you've been in an environment that says all roads lead to the pastor psych <laughs> let this man yeah and his team show you a more excellent way because hmm. you go through what this man has set up and on the other side i promise you you'll be doing better than the average uh preaching uh, itinerary speaker <laughs> some 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 of them honorariums get a little yeah but that corporate money yeah that good old yeah. coca-cola money yeah and those <laughs> schools and universities absolutely they and, ain't afraid to write bro, them checks and you can change a life yes it's brothers let's go the take the, the seven world. mountains of in cultural influence fam come on arson entertainment media government family Business and them other two, religion and education. Let's go. Let's get it. Anyway, yeah. dude, I love you. Yeah, I love you too. Cause this could have been a five hour pod. Oh my god! I've been on my best behavior too, bro. I got so much to share. It, uh, and <laughs> you got to come back. You got to come sure. back this year. Yeah, for sure. I got to have you back this year. All right, um, dwellers, my brother from another mother. You ain't going to see me and not hear him. You ain't going to hear him and not see me. Facts. We brothers for life, and um, the kingdom just got bigger. Facts. Oh, my God. The kingdom just got bigger. <laughs> oh, dude, I love you so much. Love you, too, Thank bro. you for the time. Tell Tracy thank you for letting you jump yes. on a plane, your kids. Yes. Thank you for Tell letting Julia, me get. Yeah, I'll see her next time. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. I love you guys. Till next time. Peace. We just thought to take a little time out to thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs>